0: some of the content of Patriots unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences listener discretion is advised
1: the world's original podcast
0: welcome to Patriots unfiltered Patriots are-
2: so Mac says bye to all of us and starts to, kind of like he's about to shift his weight, walk away, sees Evan. Oh, Evan, what's up, brother? How you doing? Evan's like, I'm great. How are you? And Mac goes, just itching to get back out there, babe. Wow. I think he the babe. babe. I think that's Evan, a Brady thing. Evan was just Dropped lost his for words.
3: He said to me, he was like, you know, ready to go and uh, let's ride, I
4: think was the other thing. And then he's like, oh, wait a second. Good, let's that's ride. That game right. was over in the first quarter. Right. Oh, my gosh. First play. he <laughs> couldn't believe it. I mean, yeah. it was like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> you know, if the Patriots were to not make the play, this year that they could be forced to candidates for hard-, hard-, I mean, hard. I mean, how much would Bill Belichick try to? That would look be the
5: year like, he resigned. <laughs> he would like, just be like, done. Look like the whole hard knocks would be like
2: three angles. It
6: would the same all just be warm ups. It would all be warm ups <laughs> and stretch. Yeah. It, it, it would turn <laughs> into like the boy, the dog show.
7: <laughs> yeah, now it, it is getting to put put up or or up time now. I'm not doing it. Say shut up. I'm not doing it.
6: You know the crafts <laughs> like. Bledsoe
4: was considered like the fifth son, you know. The whole uh, Drew's such a great guy, too. I mean, it's like football's one thing, but just even the guy that he was and is. You sat through games in the early 90s, and then all of a sudden yeah. you have this tall quarterback throwing yeah. bombs all over the place, shows up and beats Dan Marino like,
0: oh. This is Patriots Unfiltered.
4: Patriots Unfiltered. All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered.
6: It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. It's Deuce, it's Tamara, it's Paul, it's me, it's Matt in the booth. Evan's not here, but he has issued a statement on DeAndre Hopkins. We'll read that later. I'll prepare, I'll prepare we'll, we'll it. We'll read yeah. it later. We'll save that. But Evan has issued a statement uh, that he wanted us to read. Well, it did say for immediate release. So for immediate okay? release. We're well, okay waiting now? I'll okay. – I'll, I'll, Decide you. what immediate is. I, got yeah, I
3: just didn't it's want anybody to think that. My show, Evan, my immediate. Yeah. Because Evan is on vacation, <laughs> I didn't want to deprive any of the listeners, of, I mean, you know, it's what it's his thoughts and opinions yeah, were on. Well, it's
4: probably need a good 10 minutes, though. It's about, it's about four pages long. So is it right? really? Yeah, just some oh, wow. film breakdown, you know, what could have been, a lot of you know, a lot of angles.
8: So we'll get it, to that we'll get uh, to uh, to it. shortly. It's okay. It's big.
6: So we'll get to Evan's statement <laughs> later. But, um, yeah, the big news that broke over the weekend were was that the Titans is signing DeAndre Hopkins. And things have Things evolved, you know, as far as uh, stories about what the deal actually is. Yeah. Whatever it is, 13, 16 incentives, no incentive. The Patriots should have done it, you know, in my opinion. They, yeah. sh- they should have been the ones to sign DeAndre Hopkins. But the bigger, to me, the story that came out after, if it's true, and I'm going to turn to Paul because, you know, he's tuned into his I shows. I don't know what
3: this story is. I'm very much you know, interested That the in
6: offer that the Patriots had was $4 million.
3: Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. I just read that Albert
6: Beer that's not true. Albert
4: Beer reported the Patriots were willing to go up to fifteen like Tennessee was. Okay. But it was all it was all incentives. Yeah. Okay. My my no, guess it. is okay. Yeah, I I have not seen that. The Patriots weren't really interested. yeah,
9: I have not
3: seen okay. that And also, okay. I have not seen anybody report that they're one of your guys mentioned it yesterday. Low. Yeah. Well, I did I did listen to Mike yesterday. Cuz even I didn't if it was him even
6: that. if it was 4 million plus incentives, oh, well that, that, that means that's, the Patriots weren't yeah. interested. No, well, that's not
3: enough. No. Yeah, I ridiculous. don't think it was that, but my guess is that um, you know, and this is one of the things that my shows uh, often uh tease and criticize the Patriots for the p- the quote-unquote Patriots guarantees. Right? Right. Like they were talking about with like Devontae Parker, and, you know, 14 million guaranteed. And then there's like three and a half of those million are tied to roster bonuses uh game game day roster bonuses then that's not guaranteed mm-hmm. right 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 so that's my guess is the patriots probably had a reasonably competitive offer from the one that tennessee had but the tennessee one was actual money and this one was stuff that he could earn
6: right
5: i do wonder, that would be my
3: guess i don't have the information
5: i there. do wonder if it if it kind of the door was kind of closed once they did re-sign Devonte Parker. Like I'm wondering, like if it just took a while for it to come out, you know? If they knew at that point, if I they think knew it's possible. yeah. If they yeah. knew at that point that, like, okay, I mean, we'll just those big
4: thing is that he, they shouldn't let him get out of the building. Yeah, and I kind yeah, of the building, I, I closed the door mentally that weekend, um, and I like generally or just on this on this. <laughs> 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 just like just on you, yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: What I what I when he didn't sign because. When he had the meeting, I was like everybody else, reading Twitter. I was like, this sounds like it's imminent. He's signing any second now. You know, Matthew Judon is taking pictures with him in the locker room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- it sounded like by, by the end of that, I think it was a Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. I, I, I felt like coming to work on Friday morning, I was going to wake up and find out that the Patriots had signed Hopkins. When he didn't, I believe later in that day, is when and I keep going back to reference this comment that Adam Schefter made on ESPN. That's when I closed the door on him coming here when he made the comment about keep in mind that Juju Smith Schuster is set to earn nine million, nine plus million this year. I think it's actually ten. Um and that's the highest paid receiver on the Patriots roster. Right. And mm-hmm. the clear inference to me was, and no one will go higher than that. Right. To which I said, That ain't gonna get it that done. That ain't gonna get it
6: done. No. no. And it goes back to that whole pecking order. I, you know, you mentioned Hop, uh, Parker mm-hmm. being resigned. I think the minute, like, it got serious with Hopkins and he's – I think Belichick started hearing from agents, you know, Parker's agent, Schuster's agent, say, hey, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I think, you know, Belichick, you know, gave those guys their deals. And um, I think the whole pecking order was in force in – yeah, it's it's arbitrary. The Patriots don't have to adhere to that. You know, you signed Hopkins, and you know, you tell Parker and Schuster deal with it.
4: He's, I mean, he like, he does. Well, he's better than it might be better th- for them. I mean, it
10: might yeah. you know exactly. you can pitch it to them. Exactly. Then, Who's the
6: better player? You know right, Hopkins. <laughs>
3: I mean, by any objective <laughs> measure, it, it, would anybody say that Hopkins and isn't it, a better player than ti- Parker?
6: Yeah, and it was timing too. I mean, you can go back to Parker and say, okay, when we signed you. You made a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And if you were the guy that was available right now, maybe you'd be making more than we saw. But this is the business we're in. You well, know? I, I even looked at it
3: with, with Smith Schuster. He was a free agent. Parker, they traded for it. He yeah. already had a contract. Smith Schuster was open for anybody yep. at the start of free agency. And he got, I think his average annual value was about $8.5 and, and if you just want to go by AAV, Hopkins got thirteen. While becoming free in June, the end of right, May, right. when all the free agent dollars are all gone.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: So, if if both Hopkins and Smith Schuster were true unrestricted free agents on March 14th or w- whatever the first day was, somebody would have given Hopkins a very significant contract, more so than what he more got from Tennessee. And more
6: than Schuster. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. already got more than Schuster. Yeah. yeah. No, but I'm saying everything being equal, teams can pick either one. They're going to pick Hopkins. Yeah. He would have gotten a huge contract so, on the open so, market. So, you know, I don't get it. Like, whether it's 13 or 16 with incentives, I think it was think in he, the ballpark. Yeah. Patriots could afford it. You know, so what does that say? What are we saying here? We're, are we saying that we're good with what we've got?
5: I feel like that they were saying we're good with what we got. I mean, even starting with, you know, keeping Parker for an extended amount of time I think that they look at You know We've added B.O.B We've You know Added these pieces Like let's see what we have With this And not Yeah Overwhelm our offense with, with more talent Because I'm I, like I do think that it could have Gotten Hopkins And to your point I think that could have helped Juju and Parker uh, Yeah Like I mean
6: Because now like if Yes, somebody. I'm going to steal what somebody was saying, but we've said it on this show before. If your best corner is now on Hopkins, yeah, that leaves the
5: other two free.
6: Well, not free, but yeah. with lesser yeah. coverage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, so I, I don't know, but I, I, I I'll I go back to what I said before. I'm on record saying I think this cast of characters, and this is before Kaseki, has underperformed mm-hmm. for a number of reasons: yep. health, coaching, yeah. game plan. And maybe now they they realize that and they say okay they're going to be better because they're going to you know hopefully health you can't you can't control that but with better coaching better scheme we're going to be a better offensive team and they're going to play
4: better than they were. And and maybe that's the mindset going into this. I mean, that's what you're hoping for. I mean, there's, and you know, there's just, there's a lot of angles to this. And I mean, one thing that's really just bugged me is people like really making it about the money. And like, I get that it, it is like they could have stretched a little bit more and maybe gotten them. But for me, it's about the personnel. And that's, you know, the, the decisions that they made in the draft that they, you know, they spent a bunch of money two years ago. What was, I don't even remember what the number was, 160 million guaranteed something crazy. Right. Like that. So, you know, it's just, uh, like, I just feel like you get off target. Like, you're getting off target. Like, they don't this have the players right this now. This isn't about money. It, they don't – and then that's – you know, and it's just – you react, of course, too, especially when you're in the mailbag. You get all these emails. and You get all these tweets of, Well, the those cheap patriots, so uh, they can buy a stadium. <laughs> this, you know, blah, 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 like, and that's all you hear. It's
6: separate. Uh, <laughs> and, and, it's, and that's the – that – I know that was on one of your shows, too. Oh, now we know <laughs> where they're spending all their money <laughs> on it, right. stadium, you know, He, makes fun, he makes fun of me for everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can tell you right now that that yeah. money is separate.
4: You know, I, but I also just, I mean, look, I wanted Parker. I, I wanted, sorry, I wanted Hopkins. I, I thought, you know, they need him. And even just from a, from a depth standpoint. I mean, they have, we talked about it on Tuesday. They have. Three receivers who have done something in this league. One guy that we're hoping can do something in his mm-hmm. second year in Thornton. And then you got like six guys that haven't caught an NFL pass. So your depth there is already razor thin to start the season. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's, I don't know how they're going to make it through the season, how they're going to, you know, elevate, especially you can bring in the injury issues of Parker and of that, Thornton that we've seen. You so know, Juju's that's the red currently flag hurt. To me. Yeah. So how quick is it before you're saying, all right, we got to go into this game with, Trey and on a promotion, you know, like, like, is that what we're looking at? <laughs> so just from that regard, because is anyone going to call in today and say that, if they signed Hopkins, that, th- that the Patriots were the favorites in the AFC? Mm-hmm. Like Maybe no. then you felt like, man, we got a puncher's chance maybe against some of these better offenses, but you still didn't feel like they were in the conversation then of contenders. So part of me though, is just resigned because this is how they've kind of always done mm-hmm. business. I thought a lot about the Dion branch thing in 2006, where I, I'm not totally same situation, But a similar one where a player you kind of need, if you maybe just let's bend over a little bit and let them have a little bit extra that, you know, it would have paid off for the team. And I just wonder if they're in that same situation where we're going to get to week five, six, seven. Devontae Parker's hurt. Thornton's banged up. And you're saying, man, all right, it's going to be all the tight ends today. Like, And it already seems like that's what's going to
5: happen to me. And then I'm also like. Hopkins would have helped see like where Mac Jones really is too in terms of like last year was kind of like a bust year for him and you really didn't have much production from him so now I'm wondering like okay if you had Hopkins you could really see like okay can we win with Mac Jones are we going to keep him after his rookie contract is over
4: yeah and I mean, and then we got a lot of those questions too and like I just like I think it's a good conversation to have because it's like are you te- is, are people telling me that because it's devi- I mean I, I look I think this is better than 2001's weapons were I don't think it's great but i still think that mac jones has to play well he can't just well he gets a free pass cuz we didn't yeah. you know we didn't give him a 31 year old old receiver mm-hmm. like he still has to show something like and i agree you want to try to put everything around him that you possibly can and feel like the player feels like you're giving him the best possible chance, and you know it's not a great like you know look when you know people are like well you got all this cap space and you know it's hard to say well they're right you know it's not like even the people who usually use the cap as an excuse can't be like they've only got five million in space and they need operating yeah. expenses so they can't do it you know it's that doesn't even hold water right now so it's disappointing I wanted to see him in camp I think it would have I thought it would have given the team a boost that it needs not only on the field but you know in the stands as well um, and now it's. You know, it, it, I, I don't want to get into a whole thing, but you know, I was kind of getting into like Game of Thrones and I felt like, you know, people who watch Game of Thrones know, know well, no, some of don't, sorry, Paul. Um, <laughs> you know, but I kind of feel like just we're watching. Just made fun of Tamara. It's the Mad King's last stand, that's what it is. It's the Mad King's last stand. And you have this, you know, powerful figure who's always kind of done it his way and things aren't going great around him. Things are falling apart around him. And now it's really the question of, does he have one last fastball in the bag? Or is it just going to kind of continue to go down this path? So that's kind of where I I land on
3: this. And I want to be pretty clear because I think up front, when we've been talking about Hopkins all along, both Mike and Evan have been much higher. I've agreed I wanted Hopkins. But they've been much higher on the the Hopkins acquisition and what it might mean than I have been. I still feel like they would be kind of pedestrian offensively. But I think that they needed – him, and he would have clearly been the number one guy for all the reasons that Tamara and Fred said about having other guys slot into their right spots, blah, blah, blah. I agree. So I'm not devastated for the 2023 fortunes of the, the team. I'm not going to pretend now that they didn't sign up, oh, it's a huge like. Yeah. But I just look at what what the statement says more so, and that's the stuff that worries me. And I think you bring up a great point, Mike, with Dion Branch. That's the way – this is – very consistent to the way he's always operated but the league doesn't operate that way anymore receivers are now very important players I know he never thought that but the facts are what they are now mm. like it's, these it's number one these number one guys are
6: impacting teams greatly the 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 tag number for receivers mm. is now around 20 million dollars yeah, the,
10: the offenses the, the, the are driving the tag, Super
6: Bowl teams the tag number for running backs and it's came up because saquon barkley won't sign there has actually gone down in this league nothing goes down in Mm -hmm. life no you know but in the nfl the tag number for running backs has gone down and that tells you You everything you need to know and i don't know for a
3: fact that adam schefter is right when he talks about that number that juju had and couldn't go over that but that to me is in line with his philosophy within the structure of the locker room you might be right fred when they started kicking the tires on Hopkins, we know Parker was kind of a little bit prickly that day Yeah, when we were asking about, everybody was yep. asking yep. all the players about Parker, and they were all, oh,
6: great, great. He didn't want to hear about, Parker, about it. And, hear about and, it and, 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 guess, and guess who we just heard from uh, just the other day, yesterday? Uh, double J, double S.
3: Yeah. Did you think? Can I'm, I'm going to be ready want, to go
6: on day one of camp.
3: I want to get to hmm. that in, in a second. Hmm. Did you happen to read that story? I didn't Anybody? read the story. No, I just saw that that, yeah. okay, so that the, line. From so it. I'll get to that just because you just brought it up. Uh, Nicole Yang in the Boston Globe um, had a byline uh, with a dateline of Long Beach, California. I'm not, I'm not sure if she just was out there or whatever and had a, a quote from Juju Smith-Schuster, which was like just talking. It was one small sentence about. Feeling better about the tempo of the offense, it th- he thought it started a little slow. Feeling better about it um, as we've gone along, and is excited. That was it. Like mm-hmm. I just thought, where did this story emanate? Like how did this all come about? Yeah, I just thought it was very odd. And but he and he t- like it wasn't in a quote, but she said that he said right. He w- he will be ready to
4: go, and he was coming here yesterday on day well, one. Hmm. Well, is that which, which okay? Is yep. that is that bad journalism to like no look, like the most interesting piece of it you don't put in the piece and you just kind of no it, it was afterwards?
3: it was all no it was like in the second or third paragraph she said that oh, Smith just, Smith Schuster gotcha. indicated okay. that he he will be ready to go at the start of training camp that that was the news I'm just wondering like she didn't go to California to talk to Judith Smith <laughs> Schuster I I don't think. It might have been a situation where she was out there on yeah out there knows, vacation visiting yeah.
4: family anything. And so the guy and who we never saw once out there has given us an update on how it how it all went.
6: You know what I mean? Like yeah. a little odd.
4: Yeah, it's A little weird. odd. First year
6: here, but, but doesn't really have it, But a, it, it to me, it's like okay, <laughs> the whole Hopkins thing is gone now. I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, I'm going to be ready. Huh. Uh, I'm your
4: guy. I mean, and, and, and he has to be. Like, I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster yeah. has to. He's now your number
6: uh, one receiver, right? But how right? could you yeah. possibly feel good about,
4: and, and I'm not talking about, th-
3: this isn't a talent issue because I don't think the talent is that bad. I've said this. I've been very consistent. They have receivers that are NFL players. They, they, they have three guys that anybody would like to have, like on their yeah. wide receiver depth chart with Parker, Bourne. Smith-Schuster, and Bourne. You know, I don't know what Thornton is yet, but th- there's teams that don't have four guys like that. The problem is, they all come with huge question marks in mm-hmm. um, the durability problems with Thornton, Parker, especially, but Smith, Schuster as well. To Mike's point, if what if Parker plays 11 games, uh, Thornton plays you know nine, and you know Smith, Schuster plays 10, like. You what, hope, are you, what you? Are you just gonna, hope they don't overlap. What are you <laughs> going to do? Like you yeah. need them all, though. I, I, I know, but like right.
6: every team's receivers miss games, right? You know, but, but they all do. But, but uh, you just
4: hope it—it's not epidemic, you know. It does, you know. And it's, but it's, I think the thing that's hard is like they're so specific too. You know, like like it's, it, and it's almost like Parker. You could lose them, and I don't know if it would really matter. But if you lost somebody else, and you just had to rely on Parker, like it yeah, just feels like when such you start a hard losing
6: lift. multiple people out of the room. That then you have problems. Yeah, you know you're going to lose a guy. None of them will probably play 17 games.
3: <sighs> you know, no, 17 is not the same as 11. I know. I know. Like Parker never plays more than 10 or 11 games in a season. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and that's also like yeah, you're right, Fred. Every every team will lose a receiver, but. These guys have an injury they have history, a history. Yeah. and the one guy who really doesn't have an injury history might be the loosest of all
4: cannons in Bourne. <laughs>
5: yeah. Yeah.
4: He looks like he's working out really hard, though. Yeah. No, I know all, so, all, the, all my Twitter
5: followers me. I mean, maybe me. not
4: Trent Brownhard, because Trent Brown looked beast, like he had some uh, beast sweat. Beast mode.
5: I also, like, it was two days ago, Kendrick Bourne posted a picture of his iPad studying the offense, and I, was, I, I literally screenshotted. it. I'm like, why? <laughs> this is why you get in trouble. Like... I don't need to see you. Oh, you could see stuff. It on was the
6: just the cover it, but it it was like, like the cover. it was like uh, the cover and it was like Patriots playbook. Like, yeah, like, look, and it was like
5: installation number one. I'm like, why are you posting yeah, this? Oh yeah, yeah.
4: I know, yeah. I know, no, it's always and I, I, I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen next week when we get out there and he's going to start talking. And you're like, no,
5: no,
0: no, no, no,
4: no, no, breaks, breaks, breaks. No, don't yeah, talk about this. Just, but I mean, talk about a guy though that I feel like has a, a huge opportunity because I mm-hmm. do think that he has a little bit of versatility to, you know, play inside, play outside, you know, play out of the backfield a little bit, use him in motion and stuff. I think that he has some potential. I just, I think that, you know, him and, and Juju are just huge pieces of this offense. And, you know, if you can get a 17-game season just out of those two, like, I think you can overcome it if Parker misses a couple games. And, you know, I, I almost think that with him and Thornton, you could almost look at them as, look, as long as you have one of those guys, you're going to have somebody outside who gives you at least a presence um, and you can work around it. But I just... It's even more for me. I know people are going to be like, they don't have the number one. They don't have the number one. I, and, you know, and we're going to get to the season. And I'm be like, that's not the problem. The problem is that they have no depth. And, mm-hmm. and they're, they're one injury away from having to play a game left-handed. And we're not yeah. even in the training camp
3: If yet. you could tell me that I'm going to have, for the majority of the time, I'm not telling you 17 games, but mm-hmm. if I have both of those tight ends and three of those receivers and Stevenson available, I think they'll be okay offensively. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think they'll be okay. That's a lot of ifs. And you know, like the old adage is on my show, is Freddie: the more if you have, sure. the more losses
6: you're probably going to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if anyone, you know, on the report that I was mentioning four million plus incentives, if anyone knows of a credible source that had that, please send it to the to the show. And I, I think and I get to determine whether or not it's credible. <laughs> right. I, I think. <laughs>
5: In the meantime though, I would love to hear the official statement of Evan Lazar. Oh, We've all are we, expressed All we right. That that? We've all yeah. expressed <laughs> let's our Fred opinions. Rolls <laughs>
6: okay, so let's no, this is <coughs> important I, because a lot of people are they need to know what Evan feels. So go ahead,
4: <laughs> all, right, uh, all right. so yeah. yeah, official statement from Evan Lazar. On is this not going to be read in Vineyard? Vineyard?
3: Uh, Evan <laughs> I, Lazar. I'm not going to try
4: to do an Evan Lazar impression. person. Uh, for immediate release on Tuesday's PU, uh, sadness, anger, frustration. I could have justified losing a, quote-unquote, ring-chasing Hawkins to Buffalo or Kansas City. But to lose out on him because their offer reportedly wasn't in the same ballpark as Tennessee is inexcusable and another sign that the Patriots don't want to pay market value for elite skilled players. An antiquated view of what wins football games. Good luck to Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien. Patriots fans deserve better. Thank you for privacy at this difficult time. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> wow.
3: That now was does, really well written. He does touch on... The, the one factor that I think I'm most concerned with, like I'll tell you, I dislike the Parker extension more than not signing Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Like let's yeah. conti- let's <laughs> I continue like that. to I take like that. The, you know, yeah. a, as Tony likes to say all the time uh, on my show, you know, let's con- you know let, let's continue to take the ponies and ignore the horses. Yeah, like I I think Parker's a he, he's a good player when he's healthy. He's okay. He's not a difference maker.
5: Yeah, he really only had like. One really good game. Like I feel like I, I he really didn't do it for me last year. For you to was, give him was an Zappy, extension, right? Oh, I think so. The no, game. no, it was
3: the Baltimore game. Oh, the yes, Baltimore, yeah, he Baltimore s- game. He, right. he had, had some moments. He had some um, moments, and he has he has that thing that you know. It's what is the number? It's uh, average per target led <laughs> the Like I don't care.
4: He missed half the games. <laughs> I, like I don't really care. His separation numbers were below par. Uh, but, but, well, I mean, Parker, the biggest thing with Parker is that he probably was willing to accept an incentive-laden deal. Like, that's, you know, these are, like, the common threads with these guys. But he also got more than people
3: think. Like, every, yeah. when, when he signed that extension, we were all led to believe that it was going to lower his cap number, which it did. And it was going to actually be sort of a pay cut. Somebody described it to me as a pay cut disguised as an extension. He was supposed to get about five, I think it was like 5.8, like $6 million dollars guaranteed base salary in 2023 he is now guaranteed to get about 17 million dollars over the next two years so you can cut him if you want but his base salary is guaranteed next year it's not an exorbitant number so you can cut him if you want but that's just blowtorching money for no reason yeah and to me it all but ensures that he will be on the team next year i don't think that's a good thing i think you should be looking to move on from those guys and getting younger and better yeah. yeah,
4: well, and I think I mean I think one of the most interesting thing in the last couple of days has been Miguel's timeline of just how much money oh. and, st- and and cap that they have in the future. They don't have anybody on contract. You know, it's like two years, and I'm saying the same thing. Like, there's no core here. I mean, you talk Parker, he's he, Parker, Juju, Joe Cardona, Jawan Bentley. Uh, so I, I saw, think those are the four veterans I that are on the roster thing. past 2025.
3: And you might know this guy, Mike. This is why. I, yeah. that's why i mentioned one I'm of my guy, one you? of my shows. A
4: PFF cap guy, Brad something. Uh, I'm familiar with him. I'm familiar okay. with him. See, I told you familiar. you might be familiar with him. <laughs> Spellberger or something. It like was
3: that. it was a lot like what Miguel talks about, and I love when Miguel chimes in with us because he he has all these numbers and he has them cold. He knows all of the all of the different rules, and he's a valuable resource for that. I just don't think it's as important as those guys think it is because what they what they miss in this guy's line of thought is exactly what you're talking about. Well, the flexibility is setting them up for the, you know, for the future and what in the. PFF Brad is saying is when the Rogers deal gets redone or whatever, the Jets are going to have to, they're going to be tight. They, they're, I think the Jets, the Dolphins, and the Bills are going to be top five, top ten cash spending and they, they will be a little bit hamstrung when they have to decide, you know, like he, he says the Bills are going to have to make decisions on guys like Diggs and Poyer and Hyde. Like, no, they won't. Those guys will be like in their mid-30s, those guys will be gone. What you d- what you're ignoring by that because the Patriots are going to have all this flexibility with a hundred plus in cap space and all this money to spend because they're in the 30s in cash spending. You don't have a nucleus of talent. Well, you're going to so use.
6: Hopefully, you're going to use some of it for um, Dugger. Exactly. D- and so Uche. now you're not.
3: So now you're not better. No, you've just used your money to get players that are that you already had. Yeah. So that this is my point. Like I think people look at this and say. Well, if Mac Jones pans out this year, you 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 pay the f- the fifty year option and you move forward with him as your guy, and you're gonna have to give him an extension. Great, best case scenario. And if he doesn't, then you'll you, you'll move on and you'll have a lot of money to spend for arguably a veteran quarterback to replace him. Great. Let me know when that happens. Number one. Then the second part of that is the rest of the money is going to have to, like Fred just said, go to guys like Duggar or a Wenyu or Uche, or whoever else you want to do. Like, you're going to end up losing pieces like Peppers and Phillips and, and those kinds of guys because you can't retain everybody. So now you have to pay either to retain the guys you want to retain or to acquire guys that are as good as the guys you're
4: losing. That costs money. So
3: I don't really understand what all this flexibility is such an advantage.
4: All right. So this was a classic case where I like I, I don't I mean, I'm on your side of the street. Like I wasn't trying to make the point. I know. Of, this I know is you, great. No, We've I, got all kinds of flexibility. I know. So you just are. to make sure you're clear. I, I absolutely that's know what, you are. That's We've already talked distress. about distress. That's what's distressing, you know, and it's. I don't want to have to go out and buy a whole new team in two years. I want to draft some star players. And that's that are where ours we're heading. That we get to watch and get to develop. And that's what's that's what has me concerned. It's you know, it's it's not that they don't want to spend the money. They don't have the players to spend the money on, Mike. And, <laughs> like,
3: you know, like this is my buddy Greg Bedard. Um, his big thing is they seem to be willing to spend the money on defense, but they won't spend any of it on offense. And he actually was a little bit, you know, cherry picked. But he wrote something today that had a lot of examples of the Gilmores and, and, and whatnot. You know, Adelis Thomas, Gilmore, Darrell Revis, you know, guys they were very aggressive with yeah. and paid big money for. Sure. And you really can't find many examples of that on offense. The guys that they went out that were highly talented, they got on their terms, like Randy Moss. What was Cooks? Um, how, did they get, how did they get Mount Cooks? Cooks that that, they, was, that they, was one they, that They I gave think up a first-round pick, but the yeah. money, was, it was the last year of his rookie so deal. So they got him for—yeah. Uh, he was on the he was on the fourth year of his rookie deal, and they didn't pick up the fifth-year option. And they flipped him. And they flipped him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Welker at the time, people were like, they're spending that on him? But, but again, that was no, a deal. I, it yeah. turned out to be. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I agree. And and yeah. I was one of the ones that said, I can't believe they spent that much money. But that was by no means a top-of-the-market no. deal. No. I just thought that was too for, much for the player. for a guy so that I I you know yeah. hadn't really done anything back at that up point. back kicker right. at that point. So I, I do think that my biggest concern I come away with is that Bill is still operating the way he's always operated in that – you need to do these things to win games. When I don't think those things that he feels are the most important are most important anymore.
4: And, and we're going to find out <laughs> like this season. And that's, yeah. I mean, and that's as disappointing as it is, it also just, you know, kind of sets the stage a little bit. And unfortunately, I mean, I think we had some, you know, positivity, fun, Christian Gonzalez, everyone, that's a great pick. That's what they need. Um, but, you know, there has been, there that, that's been kind of an island of positivity as far as the Patriots have gone going back for, some significant time there's been plenty of you know those moments of you know the magic going the other way so long the magic went the patriots way and now it's just the magic when things go weirdly wrong they seem to be on the receiving end of it, whether it's making yeah. dumb decisions at the end of the game, whether, you know, and I, I don't want to bring the Demar Hamlin thing, but again, just p- put into an impossible position. And, you know, and then not only do they not handle this, the, that moment, they completely fold right from the opening kickoff. Um, maybe I shouldn't have said it that way, but you know what I mean, uh, their performance. So. It's there's just not a lot right now to to get excited about, and this is kind of the fire up. Okay, well, I'm you excited. Against the wall. No, I, I don't, mean, don't care. I'm no, excited,
3: but, but the, for the yeah, drama don't, of don't it. Don't confuse not, the excitement with a new season with uh, I know. you know the excitement that we would have had ten years ago. Well, like, that's not the same kind of excitement. Then, I know Deuce was bored with 12 and
4: 4 every year. <laughs> if we get back to that. But, I mean, you know, and that goes back to, like, kind of the reference I, I was making. Like, you know, for so long, it was like watching Jon Snow. You know, it was like watching Tom Brady, Jon Oh, my gosh, we're the chosen ones. It's, oh, You know, we're going to fight and we're going to win. And and now it just feels like we're watching a different show about eh, things are kind of falling apart. What are we going to do here? How is it all going to, like, what's going to be the final straw That, you know, breaks it or turns it around. You know, I mean, is there is it reasonable to still believe that what their philosophy is and how they're approaching this can still, you know, win football games if things break right that, you know, maybe I haven't totally dismissed it that it's not going to be a surprisingly positive season, but it's hard to keep that fire. But it's like
3: why we like why are we in this position now fourth year post Brady where we're hoping for a
6: surprisingly positive season. Well, I think it goes back to the years of bad draft that set the stage for not having that core that you wanted to build on. So, you know, we're just getting that now, hopefully, um, and we're late to the we're late to the party with that. Yeah, and then you know, you you lost the greatest player to ever play, so there's going to be a downturn. But of course, you know, um, of course, but. You know, right now we're searching for that answer on offense. This is an offensive league now, and and, and, and I don't think he thinks that. Yeah. I, I think he like, still bristles at that. No, I know, but he, you know that's the way it is.
5: And, but it's crazy. He it's can like bristle all he wants when you when you think like, okay, I've lost the best player on offense. Wouldn't you want to be super aggressive and getting more offensive pieces so that you can attempt to start chipping away at replacing? That's that? the
6: philosophy, and I think you know you go back two years ago and all the money they spent on those offensive players and. You know, that's probably their answer. Well, we 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 did that two years but ago. You know, you
5: spent money on yeah. guys that were meh.
6: Yeah. Well, so like
5: it it's like you didn't spend money. No, on, No, at like the
6: time they were the best at the positions available. But they weren't. We went through this. They weren't available. They paid them like that. Yeah, available. Okay, but they weren't. Yeah. But
3: the John like Corey in, yeah. Davis is a better player than Nelson Aguilar. Like he was available, but would have cost you more money. Yeah. Like they they've really. That's really the only example, and we all know that that was a very unique example because the cap didn't go up that year.
6: I know, and and there weren't a lot of people didn't have money, and the Patriots were in in flush. Yeah, yeah. And, you but, know, and then they got Hopkins last year. You know, and you they could say you know, we've added guys on offense. You know, now they didn't Parker, yeah, yeah. Parker. I right. mean, yeah. okay. you know, ponies, um, you know, not
3: horses. Yeah. <laughs>
4: No, you're right. I mean I it but I also, back Trent Brown. But I also look at 2021 for as a cautionary tale. And that's like, you know, we talk about the cast face. That's not what I want to do again. And I think in many ways you're in the same position that you were in I think in they're that hitter. I think they're headed there in two years. We're 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 kind of in the same thing right now. We're kind of waiting to see what does it look like with Gasicki? What does it look like with, with Juju? Just like we we're waiting to see what's it look like with Aguilar, oh John U. Smith and Hunter Henry, that's gonna be our new dynamic duo. Oh, Mike Kosicki and Hunter Henry, that's going to be our new dynamic duo. It's kind of the same conversations you're well, telling listen, yourself. Like, and both for, up, if, right? If we don't see
6: significant improvement in the offense this year, it's it's not going to be it's going to be a terrible off-season next year. I mean, I it's but, I, but what are you going to do? I'm just saying that there's like, let's, you know, let's we talk so about changes this year. Let's go the if, flip. If the let's, offense goes backwards or it doesn't improve this year, you're going to see change, more well, changes. But let's go the flip side. Yeah. Like, this is where I wonder about the plan. Like, let's go to the flip
3: side. The offense is better. Kay. Let's say, you know, and you know, Kosicki and Henry
6: turn into a productive duo. You going to resign them both? Um, no, but is the offense better because Mac is better? I just said the offense is better. But Are you why? Are going to resign these guys? But you may not have to. You can bring in other guys because you know we've got our quarterback now.
3: Okay, you think the quarterback is going to be the reason why they're better, not because players make any plays for him? No, this I, isn't Brady.
6: No, I'm just saying— That's
3: what I worry about. You but just encapsulated you just, but, but you call, my whole concern. you call
6: those wide receivers ponies. I think the tight ends are ponies, too. Okay, so you can find ponies. Can it's harder, they? It's, they haven't been able to. It's, but it's hard—they found ponies. You called them ponies. No, no, no. This is a hypothetical that it works this year. I, I know, but I'm— The last two years, Hunter Henry hasn't I'm, really done that. What I'm saying is if Max significantly improves— Okay, now we can start
4: build. Now we now we've got our quarterback. Yeah, now, but but do the math out on okay. that, and then you say, well, Mac had a good year with Hunter Henry and Mike Kosicki, and and now we're going to strip one Thank of them you, away Mike, for do that. So. You know, like like, and then it's yeah, but Paul uh, says another. You can find another pony, but they can't. Mm-hmm. But maybe they're they're, they're signing
3: for Aguilar and Bourne and Henry. They're they like haven't even reached pony level for the Patriots. Now maybe it's the quarterback's fault. I don't know.
4: I mean, what you got to have happen is is Parker. And Juju, the only and, and Thornton, the guys that you have under contract, go off. But I'd also put another layer to it and say, I don't care what position on offense you need a young player to emerge, and I don't care if it's offensive right. line, sure, if it's tackle, if it's uh, receiver, if it's that. tight end, you need. I uh, know, and, and that's and that's like the the they elephant no in the room is that they they have major questions at, at the two tackle spots. But if you know one of those young rookie receivers, though, somebody has to. Um, because unless they thread the needle with the guy, the only guys that they have signed beyond this year those three receivers, then even then you're saying, well, he had a great year with uh, with Kasiki, right. but Kasiki now so, is going to so cash in. So if they're
3: all ponies, Fred, then this is a hypothetical that it all worked out and they did improve. So now you're just going to say, well, it doesn't really
6: matter who they are because we're going to improve. Because we've, so got we got to
3: do it all over again. Because they had all those guys last year except
6: yeah. Kaseki. Well, you'll you didn't improve. You know, you've got that money. You'll resign who you think is worth resigning, and we've got our quarterback. So that see, see me, I worry. I worry me, about resigning. The resigning part is what I worry about. Uh, okay, but like if Koseki goes off
3: and they'll extend the guy. You know, Yeah, um, see, I don't, I'm don't. i not convinced of that. I think if Kosicki goes off, he signs somewhere else, and they, they're in power to say, we'll just sign another Kosicki
6: well, who's available. Excellent. And maybe it'll but work and maybe it won't. Yeah. That's what I worry about. Well, to me, the linchpin is Mac. He's got to improve. Well, and, yes, and you're that, absolutely right about if, that. If he doesn't, then we got bigger problems than finding ponies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <You know>?
3: But <laughs> I think that he's going to look at it and say, if it works, it's me. I, uh, it's not them. I, and I, he's going to let them all walk. Nah. I
4: got to say, though, Fred, like thinking about it a little bit, I mean, I'm kind of split um, on Hunter Henry and Mike Gasicki because I feel like Gasicki represents an element of unknown that we're not really able to account for. With Hunter Henry, I don't really, like, I think he's a fine. Tight end. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's a great blocker, but I, I have trouble seeing a, a scenario where I come out of this season saying "Gotta get Hunter Henry back." I could see it with Gasicki, where hey, mm-hmm. this just works. They use him well. Mac likes him. Plus, he's see he, something new. Correct me, but he's a little younger, right? Gasick, yeah, yeah. And, and certainly not with the injury. I believe history so. That Henry I mean, has. you know, I think Hunter Henry is fine, but I, we'll you know, see, I do I think, think it's worth good, a little I think bit they're of. they are both a, good players. A, I just don't think. one-on But either again, one great. it's the unknown factor that you're that you're hoping that that's where your hope lives. Your hope lives with the unknown with Bill O'Brien and with the unknown. Juju and with the unknown of Gesicki. Right. And it, after there's that, there's a lot of unknowns. And then you, you, you say that and then you go, what about the tackles? And you're like, that's a problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
10: We there's don't know. we got a lot on the table, <laughs> so Freddie. I yeah. also
5: have a question. Do you think the Hopkins, like not having, not allegedly not having the money to you know, sign him, do you think it has to do with Lawrence Guy and him also wanting more money?
4: No. No. I, I Do we have enough money to no. do both? Yes. I think they're going to say. They'll figure it out. Come back or don't. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's – I mean, I, and, and again, think we're flipping it to defense right now. But this – you know, it's a guy that you don't really have a player to replace him with unless mm-hmm. we want to talk about Keon White, and that is potentially a possibility. But there's no easy option to replace Lawrence Guy. And love him, love him, hate him, think he's fine. He mm-hmm. plays a lot of sna- – he's played over 500 snaps every year he's been here. So he eats up a ton of play time. That they'd have to figure out how to fill, and there's no easy answer to that. And I certainly don't think you want to give him more money. I mean, they already gave him. I mean, you talk about those contracts they gave out a couple years ago when they gave him one of those. Like, well, that's ridiculous. Well, I'll give I mean, it seemed one. ridiculous. You want to know who's going to want
3: more money this time next year
4: if, if, if he has another good year? Judon. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm.
10: Yep.
4: Last year.
3: Yeah. yeah. He'll be entering the last. Year. It was a four-year deal, right? Yeah. Am I right on yeah. that? Yeah. Not, not five. Four. So. Yeah. Yep.
5: This Lauren Sky thing has to be figured out before next week?
4: I think it's... I don't even
5: it doesn't think doesn't
9: have
4: an to issue. be. I mean, okay. I, I think it's an issue, but I don't think for them it's an issue. I don't mm. think that they're really losing sleep over I gotta over be it.
3: honest with you, I hope it's not. Because I think the Gottschall signing was not, not a smart one. The, the, the guys that... This is why I always push back when people say they're cheap. I don't think they're cheap. I think they give good money to, to... Like, really good money to just okay players that fill roles that aren't that important, in my opinion. Now, I don't pretend to know more about football, so... Please just take that with a grain of salt. (laughs) But run-stuffing defensive tackles don't need to be re-upped like that. And he calls him like the the best, one of the best defensive linemen in the league. And that segment of Patriots fans that will eat up anything that Bill says, cling to that. I saw some things on Twitter about the the post-Hopkins thing. Some guy goes, you know. uh, They've never had. They've only had one hundred catch receiver in the Super Bowl era. They've only <laughs> had one guy with a thousand <laughs> yards. They've only had two guys with seven. Ca- <laughs> who cares? They had none. No titles without the greatest player who's ever played. So I don't really care about the history of all. Detroit Brown was the number one receiver in '01, and Julian Edelman was the number one receiver in '18. Like that's completely irrelevant to me because you had the greatest player who ever played. Like that. Uh, that over looks, anything that you, you have, any shortcomings, that outweighs any shortcoming you have when you have that level of play, a quarterback. No other team has that. It's like someone goes, you know, what well, they have a Super Bowl caliber defense. You know who else has a Super Bowl caliber defense? Kansas City. You know why? They just won the Super Bowl with their defense. <laughs> That's good. Because the defense isn't the reason why you win the Super Bowl anymore.
4: Yeah. And it's, I mean, and, and it's not even just like not having the greatest player of all. It's just not having... A foundation of stars, you know, but that kind of core. And you brought up Judon. I mean, it, I would consider him in that mix. I mean, he is the Patriots' highest-ranked Madden player at, at 89 overall. But time's ticking with him. Time's ticking with him, too. So how long is it? Oh, you got different sauces, like, forever. My, my order my order
3: was a rant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but but the producer has picked me up with an abundance of sauces. <laughs> Wait, what did you order? Sauce I guy? ordered Buffalo Tenders, and What'd they came get? plain. Like plain <gasps> buffalo
10: yeah. plain chicken
4: tenders. Yeah. It's Fred's order screwed them up.
3: But well, I got the, I got
4: pear, barbecue sauce, beans. I got honey
6: mustard. Alright, well, That's obviously Paul's food's here, so <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Um, when we come back, we're gonna get to your calls and emails on a very lively Patriots unfiltered.
7: Finally, a phone plan that puts you in charge. Introducing the new My Plan from Verizon. Control what goes into your plan and what stays out of it. Get exactly what you want, only pay for what you need. Get my plan at your Verizon store today. It's your Verizon.
8: Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Fast Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at News Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
1: You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean
0: College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them visit us at dean.edu
7: finally a phone plan that puts you in charge introducing the new my plan from verizon control what goes into your plan and what stays out of it get exactly what you want only pay for what you need get my plan at your verizon store today it's your verizon
8: Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Bass Pro Shops, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar. Watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe. Or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com.
1: You must be enrolled in online banking or download the latest version of the mobile banking app only available on select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Member FDIC. Want to get into the game?
0: Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them visit us at dean.edu and now great moments in
4: history i just have no confidence that the patriots are going to be able to expose any of these you know weaknesses you see statistically like red zone like we saw last week that was that was a terrible red zone defense too didn't really matter no it did we got two red zone touchdowns True.
6: I mean, we need to have an intervention. I know
4: it's never good enough.
6: Josh, you say, I'm tired of getting (laughs) sacks. Two red zone. That was just as funny today as it was yesterday. Two red zone. Well, you know, trouble. You (laughs) know, they
3: did. They stopped him. I mean, they were able to score twice in the red zone. I mean, you 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 don't go from like 0 for seven to like five for five. Like it usually doesn't work that way. There was progress last week. They had two red zone touchdowns. Alex, tell him. Yeah, Kevin he doesn't Harris, listen to me.
4: Kevin Harris broke like six tackles, got in and, and
3: <laughs> On one play. That was like the first play. He's like, hard to did impress. We, did we throw it into the end zone? Really,
1: at really all? hard to Why impress. Why did he Oh,
3: oh, oh style points?
6: Yeah. This guy it, it, it's, it's gotta be a you certain
3: way now. You know what you're no longer he allowed to like do the dirty you're wins. Put. You're no longer allowed to make fun of me with my boys Felger and Maz because you are a wannabe Felger and Maz. You want to find something no, to pick at. No,
4: no, I, 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 they, they, I, had, they had to come from twenty-eight-three uh, down. I mean, and they didn't. Like, they didn't throw they didn't the ball the, into the. They, they got red zone scores, but they yeah. didn't throw they it didn't into get the. Didn't the end zone. lead right away in the Super Bowl. Unacceptable. It's unacceptable. You know? it's unacceptable. I, I demand dominance and excellence right. and perfection.
0: That's another great moment from. <laughs> All right.
6: 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. It's Deuce, Tamara, Paul, myself, Matt in the booth. We've read Evan's statement on D-Hop. So yeah. that's out of the way. It's out there. And uh, please respect his privacy for now. <laughs> you know, his, his notifications are on silent. At he's this, on, at this difficult he's yeah. on vacation.
4: It's so hard. He's like, he just really wants to watch that film, but he can't. He's got he's yeah. to vacate.
6: <laughs> I was asking if someone had a credible source on the uh, Patriots' offer. Akil from Brooklyn says it's part of Breer's report. Um, He says whereas the Titans were 12 million base, 3 million in incentives, the Patriots' offer was structured a little like the Chiefs after going back to before the draft. The Chiefs' offer at the time was a 4 million base with a chance to make up to 10 million. So if that's the case they weren't I, yeah. I, then they weren't as interested as we think they were and probably Bill said, "Oh, and by the way, feel free to tell people that we're interested if if that drives up your price, but this is what we're going to offer." Chess, checkers. Yeah.
4: Chess. I mean, this is what they do, right? They, "Here's what we're offering you. Take it or leave it." And if you leave and if you leave it right now, it might but not still be But this goes back
6: there. to they didn't think it was as urgent a situation as we did. Or Maybe they do, but they don't think that Hopkins addresses that need. I don't know, but do you, it 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 does say that they weren't as interested as maybe we thought they were.
4: What do you read into the Chiefs making it so? Yeah, I would need to. Yeah,
6: I would. Well, the Chiefs didn't have the cap space, yeah, so they
4: just have to. That's but a I, get
9: around.
3: I would like to see what the Patriots' structure was, because that yeah. to me is very ambiguous. And yeah. I'm not ripping Albert Breer; he has great soil. Like, I'm not. Has nothing to do with the source because that's a legit source, right? That you 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 called for it, Fred, and they gave you one, but that doesn't really tell me what the offer was. It. Like it was similar to something that the Chiefs offered in May. Yeah, like I'm not yeah. really sure that that's the. I just
4: the, the, the telling thing, me the enough. thing I'm having trouble with too is like I felt like Hopkins was one of those guys that Belichick really just was intrigued by. Like I always say, I never rule out if it's a, if it's a former star player near the end of their career. I think he's usually willing to take a chance, and I think he enjoys it a little bit. But that's what's surprising to me is that you know they weren't really willing to go where. I, could I have make a sure sneaky,
3: a sneaky hot take on the whole when Belichick gushes over a guy on the field, and I'm not talking about like Ed Reed gushing, like mm. that was obviously genuine. Every press conference, every time we played Baltimore, it was an ode to Ed Reed. So but on the field, good. when he talks, pre-game like, soften up. Yeah, <laughs> I think he does. I <laughs> yeah. think I think it's sort of like a psychological. Oh psychologi- man,
4: Phil, I don't want to beat you now. <laughs> I think it's a psychological
3: thing. I think he yeah. tries to use that a little bit to soften a guy up. I'm not. I'm not joking. I mean, it would
4: have worked with that Reed, too. He was really gushing about that one. But
3: I'm glad we got out have, of here with that. I'm glad we only you, have to cover
4: you, you know, w- once every four years. Yeah. Well, I think of like the Ocho Cinco one of uh, that was a preseason. though, I think same, you know, similar thing. But that, oh, you, well, know, you said we're going to double team you yeah. all night. Oh, come on, coach. You know, uh, but that was you know similar kind of. What he went up to Hawkins last year and was like, "Look at you! You know, they played half the game. Well, that's you're what I'm leave, saying. Leave like, receiving. Like I'm, I'm glad we only have to cover you once every four years. I think sometimes that that's like I'm gonna like gush over this guy. Right.
3: See if I can get him off his game tonight.
4: Yep. I, I wonder. Wait, I don't. Do you don't remember what they paid Ocho Cinco? Do you? Was that like? I mean, that's you know, like that.
3: No. And the Ocho Cinco thing was different. He had a good relationship with Ocho. Like they joked around a lot. Can like you
4: call him Chad Johnson still, or is he still Ocho Cinco? Yeah, I, mean, I think he's back to Chad Johnson.
6: Yeah. 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 (laughs) That was another one where, oh, we got Ocho Cinco, and (laughs) then balls are bouncing off his helmet (laughs) in camp. It's like, yeah, he ain't getting it.
4: How long did it take you guys to realize that this ain't going to be a thing? Andy
6: and Paul, 20 minutes. (laughs) Fred still thought (laughs) it was going to happen in the
0: Super (laughs) Super (laughs) Bowl. X-Factor in the Super Bowl. Let's get you some today, buddy.
3: Let's get you some. (laughs) Let's get you started. This is the week. This is the week he breaks out. Like Literally, we had this at some point Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, at some point every week. Is this what, the if, what week?
4: if what if this is the week that like you know like, who did they blame for that though it was never like oh they're not using them right or it was never like Brady's icing them out it was always just like you idiot you can't well, figure it out I had a th- <laughs> I had a theory I know I had a
6: theory that in Cincinnati he knew when he screwed up he was still going to get the ball again you know he could drop the pass or run the wrong route but he was the guy and he was going to get thrown to here the pressure was on to make every play because if you don't, Brady's not going back to you. And I think it was all in his head. I mean, like his 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 skills were eroding at that point, but I think so much of it was mental. I think he was under so much pressure to make plays because, you know, you never knew when the next one was going to come your way. And they really, you know, he his personality was suppressed as well. I mean, they told him no more of this, no more antics. And he was, you know – A good patriot. He, you know, quote, unquote. He never heard anything. He never heard anything. And that's not him. That's not his game. Was
4: he more afraid of Bill or Tom?
6: Uh, Both. Yeah. I think he wanted. total fear. He really wanted
4: to fit in. He did. I think Fred nails it. I think it
9: was
3: more mental than anything else. Yeah. Now, he also was probably not anywhere near the same physically. No. Like, he never did anything after that. He went to Miami. I think he ended up getting cut. Yeah. Because he got in trouble. So so he was at the end of his career. Yeah. He he, got
6: cut. Like, I think he, he was really bad. He was really bad to the point where, when he would make a catch, Brady would like, "That's why that's, we got well, you." That, that's play, the mic. Play. The mic'd up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. That's why we got you. Yeah.
3: To to catch a twelve yard out in the Super Bowl. I,
6: yeah. That's it like, for the whole year. Like that. Is it a third down? That always? type of praise tells you that like they, they, yeah, they desperately wanted this guy to do something. He just couldn't do it. He couldn't do was, it.
4: And that was eleven, right? That was uh, yeah. So that was Welker and Branch and Hernandez and Gronk and could have used one. Well, maybe one more guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Could have used him. Yeah. But, yeah, he was done. He was done.
6: And it was a lot of pressure. Like I said, you know, in Cincinnati, it didn't matter. You're always going to get more balls thrown the your guy. way. Yeah. But not here, you know. So, anyway. 8-5- anyway. 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. radio at com. Let's go to the Ace Ticket Hotline. Todd's in North Carolina. What's up, Todd?
13: Hey, guys. How you doing? I kind of triggered all of Barth in the uh, Catch-22 on Thursday. and so oh. I had a question. I was waiting for Paul to get back I kind of wanted his take on it. Oh,
10: boy.
13: So there's two things. Number one, Fox, I think it was the Cowherd, said that this is problem is a Bill problem here with the Patriots, that no, they're not relevant anymore, nobody's interested in them, and the fact that Bill will not get the Stars in to play the game is why nobody really talks about the Patriots anymore. The second thing was the thing that I brought up on Catch-22 – was how bad did our defense suffer towards the end of the year or last year or over the last couple of years because they're just exhausted. They're on the field too much. The stats guy bored out a little bit. You know, Barth went ballistic and said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Evan kind of poo-pooed it. But I'd like to hear your guys' thoughts on those two points. Thanks, guys. Have a great show. Uh, I
4: don't know. What do you think it will be like if they well, have— Well, you're not going to get
6: the ring chasers because yeah. you're not chasing a ring right now. Right. So you have to offer the most money. That's that's just what—it's you know, not like people don't want to come here. But in order to get them here, you have to offer them real money. It's, It's not incentives, you know, and the other incentive is not a ring anymore because you're not one of the top teams to win, you know. So
4: you've got to just compete money-wise. That's it. It's simple. I, I, I mean, I would just wonder what you know. Todd would think if you had a couple star players, but your team just stunk every year. You know, like what? Like that's the like that's kind of the flip side of the coin of like, hey, we don't have a lot of stars, but you know, the last couple of years at least they've been in the mix for a little bit. You know, what's it look like? What, what's the energy around the team when you have star players that just can't put it together? That's that's another side of something that you know we yeah. haven't really seen. But I mean, you know, it, it he won't go out and get the players. I, I like it's it's not that easy. You have to draft the players. I think. You know, you, you can supplement with free agency, but no, it's that's, absolutely you don't have the players right now. That's that's the bottom line. Whether how you want to get them, you know, draft, free agency, whatever it is. Right now, you just haven't had them. And you know, to, to what you were saying, you have to have guys emerge. Like you have to have guys develop that you didn't have to go out and play, pay an exorbitant amount, or you didn't have to spend you know high draft capital on. You know, th- you need those gems. Those are the guys that well, I mean, make magic happen. You know, you know,
6: like I said, we fell behind because we had. Four or five years of unproductive drafts, you know, uh, and now we're starting to catch up a little bit. I mean, Stevenson was a good pick. You hope that Barmore, you know, plays to his potential. You know, Cole Strange is Cole Strange. You know, but this year, you know, maybe maybe this was a really good draft. Christian Gonzalez, you know, you have high hopes for Keon White. You know, even Marty Mapu. You have you know, but at least those first two guys, if they pop. Okay. Yeah. Now now we're now we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. You Absolutely. Know?
4: Absolutely. Those are and you know, I mean what I was going to say is, you know, everybody knows all the AJ Browns of the world and you know, but I think for every, you know, really good championship team, you're you're going to probably find and, and I didn't do a study on it, but there's going to be those unexpected guys that was a, a fourth-round pick that, you know, now he's playing an important role and you know, I think the the absence of those kind of guys is just that's you know, you're kind of plugging holes with extra free agents here and there and you know, the, the, the sense of continuity is just kind of gone when for so long you just always kind of knew what to expect every month. And, and you know, and the other thing is, though, even if those three top three defensive guys pan out, what does it tra- mean? Like, yeah, they got another really good defense. All right. Like, they've had a really good defense. I think we're all just waiting for an offensive guy to, to kind yeah. of step to the forefront and, and make some noise and, you know, bring some juice. And that and that's why Hopkins was, was disappointing. All right. So
3: you guys touched on the Bill part of that equation, and I think you're right. I mean, I think ultimately it's simplistic, but Bill has final say. So Bill, you know, has the the decisions on the roster. So the state of the roster falls on Bill, right? Yep. So, I mean, I I know it's a simple way, but Coward's probably right, you know, and they don't have stars. Now, I would argue that some of the problem continues to be the way they – like, even in the draft process. I I think that he is not adapting and adjusting to, again, Mm -hmm. the things that are more important in today's game. Yep. So, Keon White in the second round, what does he – like, what does he project as if it pans out? A D a Dietrich Wise replacement. Yeah. Okay, that and that and that's if it works. Yeah. Like I like, I'm not telling you that I think that guy can't play because man, if he doesn't He's look got like the face for it, he looks like he can play. <laughs> I'll tell you that he, he, sure he fills out the uniform. <laughs> He's a big imposing guy. Yeah. Um, but I just wonder, like, what do you like? Does he does he portray as like a a, a game wrecking edge athlete? I don't think he does. Maybe I'm wrong.
4: Maybe he does. I, I, and I think that's you know what. And I don't. I I think that that's a possibility. But do you know what I'm Remote saying? Remote, like, perhaps. But if that's like that's the perfect Mapu, case. MaPu, as much as I've
3: sort of you know been skeptical on that, I can see that to me would be an indication that I'm adjusting. I'm adapting. This is a different kind of player. Mm-hmm. 218 pound linebacker. This is a guy that I might be able to use in different ways. Now, right now, it looks like he's going to be used more in the secondary. I like think I think that's the thing he falls in love with is that ability for all his safeties to do everything. I, like, know, I don't know. I
6: know. Like, How much would life be different if Nikhil Harry was truly worth a first round pick uh, and played like a first round wide receiver? I mean,
4: it's everything you mm-hmm. everything you're lamenting right, right now. I mean, I don't want to go so far as to I mean, yeah. I think the ship had sailed with Brady by that point. Oh yeah, but but there's a part of me that yeah. wonders, you know, had he worked out like an A. J. Brown if all of a sudden tom is reinvigorated well, says if he i comes got a real guy to work with is a
6: hard worker tom realize this guy's getting it if yeah, he was
3: we're really do if, damage if, together If yeah. he was really really good I, i'll separate the tom part of it but if he was really really good and you'd have you have a number
6: 1 ri- wide receiver right now yeah i think unless they traded him and that's well, what, <laughs> and
5: that's what so, that's yeah. what's supposed to happen yeah. well, you when think? you draft a guy in the first round as a wide receiver do you think that's why they Haven't drafted in the first round wide receiver? Is it because there's, do you think there is some fear that, okay, we'll draft one again and it won't produce anything? I hope not. I I I mean,
6: there was a long time where they were looking for a tight end and they drafted Mm
5: -hmm.
6: first round tight ends and they were Ben Watson, Daniel Graham, they were okay, but they never really were first round. And then they kept doing it and they finally got Gronkowski. You don't give up on it, you know? So I hope that that's not the case, Mm -hmm. that they're
4: gun shy because they, you know, Nikhil Harry was such a bust. I mean, and you can play this game with so many. Like, what if Isaiah Wynn had worked out as a left tackle and you had a franchise left tackle? And we're not talking about all these, like, what do we do? You know, like, just that right. stability that you became accustomed to over 20 years is yeah. gone. And but,
3: but what I worry about is, like, so we talk about Harry. What do you think they felt Harry was? What did we hear about? We heard... He was a 50-50 guy. No, we, oh. we heard... But they think he no was separation. Can play, can play on all, all four no, down. That's the Mike Lombardi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. And if you think, if you think he's better than you know, if you don't think Keneal Harry is better than DK Metcalf, you're I stupid. <laughs> Metcalf. No, Keneal. He called Keneal. 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 Keneal yeah, him Keneal yeah, I Harry. Know. Keneal Harry. Yeah. Shem- and we're the ones Shem-off. that were stupid, right? <laughs> um, but he he could play on all four downs. He could block. He's vers- He has the size, catch radius. They're looking for unicorns, like. Mm. Uh, unicorns are really hard to find. Like, just find they a guy. Take a Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel. Find a I guy know. who's elite. He's a unicorn, in my opinion. Find a guy who's elite at what he does. Like Justin Jefferson is probably not the best blocker in the game. Right? Who cares? Terry McLaurin That's probably right. isn't going to make his living, you know, picking up a safety to turn an eight-yard run into a twelve-yard run. But they're elite receivers. You know, like why can't you just draft that?
10: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think that's why. Like, I think that's part of the problem. Like,
4: why they can't? Because I think they try. Like, they're trying to check too many boxes instead of
3: just. You t- know, a lot of people t- didn't think Isaiah Wynn was uh, was a tackle.
1: Yeah,
4: but they
3: knew. Like, we we have it differently. Like, it's. I don't think it's. It's just you draft a guy and he doesn't pan out. I think sometimes what he's looking for is harder to do. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it's the, you know, Cole Strange is another guy. Like, if, if they took Cole Strange in the fourth round, you wouldn't think, you'd be sitting there saying this is another Michael so Leweny. Like
4: City Sal.
10: That's mm-hmm.
3: so. Right? Another Michael Leweny. He's in there, he's playing, it's great. But you didn't. You took him in the first round. And you need more than that out of your first rounders.
5: Yeah.
4: Especially when you're at the point when where you're, you're rebuilding. At.
5: Yeah. It's almost like avoiding the stars and just trying to go for more of, like, a diamond in the rough. Yeah. And it's like, I get it. Like, you can, you know, coach up someone to be who you want them to be. But I'm also like, you also need to have stars, too. But you, it, you it gets to back
3: to my fear. Yeah. You can coach up guys to fill roles yep. when you have the greatest player who's ever yep. played. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, he bat- thinks he coached up those guys to fill roles. I could ta- I mean, I turned Mike Vrabel into a, from a linebacker
6: who caught 12 touchdowns. I could do that. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the guy throwing the ball for all 12 of those. I mean, go down the list of wide receivers they drafted, you know, relatively high that were busts but didn't matter. It didn't matter. It, you, I mean, that's, right.
4: you know. And and I think too Human Spackle. Right. And but but you know, they went out and signed Danny Amendola, which at the time seemed like okay. That's a good fit. He had some injury issues, but he came back and he delivered in, in some of their biggest games. Sure did. Julian Edelman developed, you know, so that's that's how you're able, able to overcome Aaron Dobson and you know that 2013 season when they really didn't know what they had going in, and then it became oh, would Julian, Julian Edelman have been as I'm, would he
6: have been as good as he was with another quarterback? It depends who the other quarterback was. Oh, let's say. Yeah. Let's Mahomes? Well, he wasn't even around really then. But, um, Manning? I just, Manning. Yep.
4: Yeah. Okay. I, I think his, his he had the athletic quickness that was yeah. going to be anywhere, and he's just a dog. He got that dog in him, as they say. Like, but
3: he's ridiculously athletic, and people don't give him the credit for that. I think Welker oh, yeah. is very similar. I think their athleticism, and I, believe me, I was as guilty as anybody for overlooking that. Like, so, again, but, but, sometimes it's easy to just say, you know, I, I I was wrong. I missed that one. Those guys were but, different. But to think you could just turn anybody into that, which they started to think,
4: but, is but even, wrong. But even think about how tenuous Edelman's journey was, even with Brady, you know? I yeah. mean, and then it well, was you know injuries, injuries and, yeah, and he's buried yeah. on the depth chart. But, you know, you'd love to think right now that there's a Julian Edelman sitting on, you know, in the lower end of the roster. It's hard to say that there is, but, you know, that's... Maybe that's another part of Brady that ama- but, you know, allows someone to emerge. We mentioned
6: two of the best quarterbacks ever to play, Brady and Manning. But I think take, it take You know, when you have a, a talent like that that's so raw, like Julian Edelman, never played the position. I think you need a great quarterback to bring it out of them to teach them how to do it. And you know, and I think that both. You know, he Edelman's so smart again, football IQ. I don't know, you know, book smart, but football IQ. He's brilliant, and so he got it. Troy Brown's another guy; he he got it. Yeah, you know, um, it, it take I you know for guys like that. I think it takes that combination. I wonder, like, if he was with Kirk Cousins or would he have but been? But that's a,
3: but that's a good example. Troy Brown's yeah. a good example.
6: Yeah, he got it with Drew too. Mm-hmm. He wasn't the player he was with Drew. He wasn't
3: the only player on the team with Drew like he was in 01. No, I know. But yes, he was an extremely good he player. Was, he was a good player. Drew. He was a good player. Because he's an extremely good player. Yeah. But
6: did they really use him as a slot guy back then? Yes. Did they? Yes.
4: Yeah. I, I think there's two there's a part
6: I don't of know. I I he, I mean he made the team as an eighth round pick, Fred. Yeah, but I know and he got cut a few times and came back. You're right. But he was also, you know, good special teams player, but And he was a a very trusty slot receiver. I'd like to see his numbers. He didn't catch 100 balls like he did
3: in 01 when he was the only receiver on the team. Right. I'd like to see his numbers pre and post Brady. Yeah. Well, they're going to get blown through the roof with Brady. Right. Because he was the only guy they had. Okay. Like he wasn't with Terry Glenn. Yeah. And Sean Jefferson like he was with Drew. But he was a good player with Drew, too. Yeah. I'm right? not saying
6: he was. I'm not saying he was a bad player. Yeah, but, he got better. But with Brady, Brady made him great.
3: And Brady's also better than Bledsoe. Right. Like, yes. And so Brady, gonna, and Brady was
4: Brady when Edelman got here. So it's it's also that psychological effect of, uh, I'm, I, I have a chance to play with the greatest quarterback of all time. Like I, you know that that just sets the bar to to be motivated. No offense to other quarterbacks, but I think when you go into a place where it's you know Marcus Mariota, yeah, you know you're not quite as like oh I got to be on top of it. That's so, I mean, right. I think I'm that team Fred a, on that. Like. You have to
3: have a a really good quarterback. Like you can't just have any any
4: like yeah David Carr Schmo. yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, I agree not with David Carr I mean uh, Derek Carr Derek, Harn. Derek, Derek yeah.
3: Carr wouldn't <laughs> although Derek Carr got a lot out of Hunter Renfro
4: yeah yeah
3: um but That's a good one. back to the the uh, the e, uh, the call um it was Todd I think it was a while ago now the the defense part of that equation oh, yeah what was that what did he say I think he's I, and you guys might have numbers, you and Evan. I don't know if you you do that that indicate it's more of a second half of the year thing. To me, it's opponent driven, not second half of
4: the year driven. Was but the, this was the defense falling off yeah. at, at the end? Yeah, yeah. Like I think
3: in two years ago, it just so happened that you didn't really face any stiff offensive tests until the stretch drive.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, earlier in the year, they got eviscerated by by Dallas, right? Then they had a steady stream of banged-up, bad teams that they competed against and more often than not beat. They had a seven-game winning streak. Then they started playing good teams with good quarterbacks again, and they couldn't stop them.
4: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jonathan Taylor ran all over them. Now, last
3: year, to me, was all hit or miss. You either played a backup quarterback or you had a hard time stopping the team. And that's what I think is going to be the the situation that – they're going to have a problem with this year is it's, it's I think a tougher a, schedule. I think it, on, yeah. on paper it is a tougher schedule. There's 11 quarterbacks that I think will be tough for them to deal with. Now, they probably won't get eviscerated by all 11. Like, they'll probably do fine against Daniel Jones, <laughs> right? But I don't know what they'll do against Josh Allen and Patrick
4: Mahomes. Right, and that's and – that, and, like, you know, I've, I love, like, defense. I love watching – the you know, that's my favorite thing about the game – and it's just the fawning over the multi-safety defense that, like, and I'm like, I'm, I, I want to fawn over it, but it just hasn't been effective against the good team. So, you know, at what point do we say, all right, this is like on paper it seems brilliant, you know, like we're 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 blurring yeah. the lines between linebacker and safety, but it just isn't productive, and it and hasn't.
3: I, and never say never, because one day you and I will be wrong on this, and some team is going to come in with a pedestrian offense and a defense that's confusing everybody and they're going to win on the on the back of the defense again the way the Broncos did in 15 and the way you know the Ravens once did you know way back when I just feel like it's really hard to win that way in this league now like to win enough games to get to the Super Bowl and then never have to outscore anybody always win 17 13 yeah it it could
4: happen but I, I just don't see it breaking down that way. Well, I mean, just what's funny, though, is that, you know, no matter how good or bad the Patriots defense was over 20 years, it always just kind of came down in the Super Bowl to a handful of plays like, you know, and and probably the worst defense of all their Super Bowl defenses had probably the best performance in that final Super Bowl where they shut down one of the best offenses in the league, which I don't think anyone was expecting to happen, given the history of, let's face it, like every game was was a nail biter right down to the end where lucky they didn't have Cooper Cup. day. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. But still, you know, it's, it's just interesting how it plays out like that where it's even, you know, it's so rare to have one team like the 15 Broncos or the the Ravens of 2000 that yeah. are just hey, – that, it's that, defense. Those are, those are rarities. Through right. and through. In
3: the, in the way the game is now, like to sit there and say, well, you know, well, no one stops Mahomes and Josh – yeah. That's why I – you know, you want to tell me that it's a top five defense? I'm not telling you you're wrong. It might be one of the five best defenses in football. You know – that and a coupon will get you a free tank of gas at Costco. Like, I, I don't really know what that does for <laughs> you.
5: It, it doesn't do anything no. for you if s- you s- can't Where do you get that s- coupon,
4: Paul? I don't know. that's worth oh, a lot of money these days. People are always lined up for the Costco gas here. But, everyone. like, <laughs> I, I just, I feel like,
3: yeah, I, I don't think that the, the, the defense is necessarily overrated. I hear some people say it's an overrated defense. Mm. I don't necessarily call it overrated. I, I, I call it
6: somewhat irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, in, t- it's today's, in today's NFL, a great defense isn't well, really great. Right, no, and, and, and it's I a snarky
3: comment that I made about, like, you know who else has a Super Bowl-caliber defense? The Chiefs. Yeah. And it's, it's intentionally snarky, but it's true.
5: You need both. It's like your defense can be really good, but if they're on the field for 80% of the game— they're not going to be very good when you need them to well, be. And in how a good line. are
6: they if they're on the field it, for 80% of the game?
10: You how know? Well,
5: how, 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 no, is, how good has that defense bad. been the first
3: drive of the game against Josh Allen? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not, nothing to do with – like, to me – it's just hard to stop competent offense yeah. in today's game. In today's game? I'm not making fun of the defense. Yeah. I just think the, it's, everything is stacked against defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: But it seems like we're all kind of at the point where, like, you y- you have to be good, but it really just comes down to situationally, you know, you have to make those plays within. Do you, I mean, do you think that they still think that you can be that good? Like, that's what they're building I to. I think they think
3: they can win with defense. Yeah. That's my, my major concern about everything is that Bill still thinks it's 2006. Mm-hmm. I don't have to have the best of all uh, all well, over the place i can I can do it I can win with defense we can run the ball we
4: can do like I mean just, that's my concern I mean just say they're coming off their worst offensive season in at least two decades and, and he the looks first at three since p- we went and the first three picks were all on the defensive <laughs> right side he looks of
3: at us I won eight games with that that <laughs> offense that's what that's what he he thinks
6: nothing of offense. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get like, back. I, to, I know that's it's Greg Bernard's big take, but I don't think he's wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, T- Mike in Tampa has been holding on. What's up, Mike?
13: Hey guys. So when I uh, think of our team right now, I kind of feel like we're the guy on the beach digging the hole, then looking up and seeing the big mound of dirt oh, that's impressive, not realizing all he's doing is digging himself into a deeper hole um, with especially when you look at all the cap rooms that we're going to have Paul was mentioning it earlier that's great if you have a nucleus and you only have to go get three, four guys and you or five guys and you've got 100 million, great you can go get five top of the line guys and absolutely smoke the rest of the world but when we have 9, 10, 11 positions we got to worry about, okay, now we're back to filling holes with well, average, everyday— I think that I might be— one, I, think, I wouldn't call them— Yeah,
6: but we're, uh, I don't think we're that far away, actually. When you, you know, we're not 9, 10 positions away. I don't think.
4: I don't think. Maybe offensively. Yeah.
6: <laughs> no. I, I, I think you are. I think. And know, I think that you're
3: going to lose some of the players that you think are part of the nucleus. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
6: I. And. I, I don't know. I think. We're, I think we're Ball closer than you think. But it comes down to Mac Jones.
5: Um. I think it comes down to both Mac Jones and Bill. I think Bill needs to take some accountability. One for you know what's needed on offense, and two. Just for, like, well, all of that happened last year. I mean, take some accountability. Like, oh, yeah. that was your fault.
13: That was last year. No, so that, that
5: was that made, your fault.
13: Go ahead, Mike. Uh, you you made mention of the um, – I forget how you put it. Oh, how Bill thinks defense wins championships. And like you said, maybe that used to be true. But he what he – what i don't think he counts on as heavily i'm not going to be dumb enough to say he doesn't know cuz he's the greatest coach in the nfl um it will keep you from losing games but that those and you could call it a semantic argument if you yeah. want to yep. but to me they're not the same
10: yeah i agree thanks for the call Mike. it
3: will keep you win games yeah mm-hmm. good yep. defense will will give you a fighting chance give you a puncher's chance yep. you know most most weeks but um i i i agree with that That's, that sentiment i I just think that the the whole notion, like, they have holes, like, in a lot of spots. Mm -hmm. And what people don't realize is, like, okay, you like Duggar. Well, what if Duggar leaves? Well, that's okay. We have, well, what if Phillips and Duggar leave? You know, Mm -hmm. and maybe you don't have this, you know, overly deep, versatile safety core. Like, I don't know. Like, at some point, you have to uh, identify who you think is part of the future, and you have to yep. give some of these guys some of the money. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like uh, maybe you decide Uche can replace Judon,
10: mm.
3: and he can be an every-down player and do that, and you give him a big contract, and you let Judon play it out as the older guy and let him go. I don't know if I would agree with that, but that's the example of what you have to. That was the success formula to me of the 2000s into, the, you know, to 2015 or so. You know, it was Matt Light giving away to Nate Solder. And maybe Nate Solder wasn't as good as Matt Light. I don't think it's maybe. I don't think he was as good as Matt Light. But there was a plan there, and he was good enough. Mm-hmm. So you didn't drop off dramatically because of Nate Solder,
4: you know? And don't you think that those things, like, help just keep your locker room in line? Oh, yeah. Because you don't want your team to feel like, a bunch of mercenaries, right? Doesn't like matter how much
3: I produce; they're yeah. going to let me go after four years anyway.
4: Right?
6: Sam's in Montana. What's up, Sam? Hi. Hello.
14: Uh, so, um, first time, last time? I mean, uh, first time. <laughs> well, If your <laughs> phone doesn't get better, it's going to be the last time. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> uh, so, so, I'll just get time. into it. I know Paul at heart; he's a baseball guy.
6: No, he's an uh, everything so I guy. To get Paul's a, Paul's a, take
14: sporter On a baseball thought experiment. Um, so your QB is kind of like a, in baseball, if you could run your best starting pitcher out there every game. Um, and so I'm just going to give you some QB pitcher comps, and I'm curious what you would comp Mac to, Paul. Um, so, like, th- the guys that have been dominating the league the last 15 years, like Tom, Rogers, Breeze. I would say, like, Manning is like a Roy Halladay. Mahomes is like a DeGrom. Allen, i put him like, like a Garrett Cole. Tom, Roger Clemens, or somebody like that.
10: Yep.
14: Um, so I think the hope was that uh, Matt could be like a Mussina or a Maddox and kind of hmm. have those elite control, elite pitching IQ skills. Yeah, I don't... And I get I, I get the... I get, the, uh, I get the comparison, those, but I don't see it. Like, uh, you know, skills like in baseball, they'd say he has you know swing and miss stuff. I haven't seen it yet.
3: Yeah, um, and, so. and that's where I would I would go, Sam, with with Fred, and you're like, it's it's all you know, it's all and Mac Jones, it's it's up to Mac Jones. But like, I, I would just ask people, you know, just objectively to step back and say, what do you think the best that he could be is based on what you've seen in two years?
14: So okay, let me give you a Boston. Rotation and you tell me which guy he is in this rotation.
3: Bronson Arroyo, Oil Campbell. Oh no. Okay.
14: (laughs) All right, Josh Beckett, he could he can win a playoff series for you on his back. John Lester, he can be great any given night, but he's probably not gonna win three games in a seven game series for you. Same with John Lackey. Then you got the back end of the rotation: Derek Lowe, John Burkett. That's kind of where I see him. He'll he could be John Burkett game, out of those five. But he's not going to have a you know, two-hit shutout to win a game for you.
4: Yeah. I, I Yeah, I agree. Crossing sports. Tim Wakefield, does he factor in as all? Yeah. He's different. I, I don't know. I don't understand. He's different.
6: <laughs> Thanks, I'm just, Sam. I'm just Thanks saying, for the like, call. Fred, like, call again. Don't make that the last time. Right, and plus the
3: phone really <laughs> got right. right. It, yeah, yeah, yeah it, came it came back in. came right yeah. into shape. Yeah. Um, yep. When you said, Fred – um, you know, it's all up to Mac Jones, you know. And I,
10: I, 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 what, what I would, mean I, by I, that. But I
3: would agree with you. Yeah. Like, it, if you can't, like, uh, how many holes they had? I think that's was our holes to fill. And it really comes down to Mac Jones. Yeah. I think if Mac Jones, if you substituted Mac, you know, Mac Jones for, uh, and I don't want to say, like, the, the very top, but maybe someone who's good. Who's really good? Um Kirk Cousins. You know, yeah. I, I think you might have receivers that are okay. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you're winning the Super Bowl with that. Because at some point, the quarterback has to put the team on his back. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Kirk Cousins can do that.
4: Well, He's got to work Tuesdays because you know? he takes Tuesdays as a personal day and he doesn't even come <laughs> into the building. So that's so what we're learning on I quarterback, care. the show on Netflix. So. Yeah,
3: I'll leave that for you guys. <laughs> I, I just like I just wonder what people think the absolute – Highest level that Mac Jones is capable of getting to is because mm. I think my Phil Sims, my absolute, yeah, and I don't uh, think that's good enough. Yeah, it was for the Giants, yes, because they had Hall of Famers everywhere else, they won't have that here.
4: Bill, Bill.
3: Harry Carson, Steve Leonard fans. Marshall, LT. I mean, Bill Parcells, <laughs> Hall of Famers everywhere else. Uh, Dan's
6: in Florida. What's up, Dan? Oh, jeez. Hey,
2: um, How's
6: doing?
14: Good. Oh, there you go. Tim. I uh
2: I wanted to, I wanted to call in today. Uh, I, I waited for uh, I waited for Paul to to uh come back today, but um and I know Evans out. Um, but uh, I wanted to give you guys some takes. With, see what you guys think about opinion wise. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following um Mike Florio's uh, uh discussions throughout the summer. He was just talking about he just released a report to the off the talking about how Belichick could possibly be out of a job. He's war he's worried about his future in New England after if he goes another season uh, not making the playoffs. Basically it goes back to March when uh Kraft was talking about how he wants to be back in the playoffs and even mention possibly be in the Super Bowl. So uh part of me part of me as a fan loving the Patriots wants to in a way Uh, make that happen, and also in another way, kind of wants to see Bill failing away just because of the decisions he's made the last few seasons, and I kind of want that to be kind of like be presented to Kraft, like, hey, I gave Bill the last five seasons to to do something, and he's just kind of squandered it since Brady's gone. So that's one point there. Um, My other point, with us losing Hopkins, I'm not really surprised, but, um, kind of disappointed at the same time but I don't blame Hopkins for wanting more money oh no Um, and then my third take is uh, since they didn't really get anybody else I think our only option right now is to go after uh, Dalvin Cook and again I know we talked about you guys talked about the last couple shows saying that does he push you over the top I wouldn't say necessarily but I think he's a good additional piece to the offense I mean they can't make the offense any worse
6: I'd rather have them get a tackle than Dalvin Cook
2: well, I agree. I mean, I, yeah.
4: There's just, thanks, Dan. No,
6: Dalvin I flat Cook out don't want
4: tackles. But.
3: I don't want Dalvin Cook. I think that to me signals like we're gonna like line up with two tight ends and we're <laughs> gonna rotate the backs and we're gonna play <laughs> smash mouth football and we're gonna run Stevenson and Cook all day. Yeah. Like, what would you give the I Giants to for that. Saquon
6: Barkley?
4: <laughs> well, he might be available. Um,
5: uh, it's tough. N- nothing. It, it, nothing. Yeah. nothing. He's also injury prone. Like, he hasn't been the same since his first year. I
4: I mean, I I, I wouldn't be opposed to Dalvin Cook. It would be fine. I I get what Paul's saying, though. But, I mean, I I just think for me at this point, I just want to see the young guys play. I want to see young guys get a chance and and see if they can do something with it because that's what – I I don't think signing Dalvin Cook solves a problem, but I think if Pierre Strong gets a bunch of playing time and plays really well this year, that 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 solves a a problem. That solves a problem, you know? I don't If I don't Kevin
3: Harris and Pierre Strong are really good players, that's how you get out of this. Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Exactly. exactly. Like draft picks that play and perform. Yep. So the more of that, the better as you know as I see it. And you know Paul just to go back to your point too, it's like the offense is what it is and I, I, I feel like you're 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 touching on it with the defense I, and I have really been thinking about it. it is like, you know, it just it feels like guys like Judon, guys like Phillips, guys that they actually did find in free agency that were able to perform and, and, and carry this defense. They're kind of peaking right now. Like, like it's it's kind of passing. Like, y- you're not going to get another level of Judon this year. Probably at this best, is, he's probably going to be. This is it. About as good. So, you know, it's th- that's staring you in the face. So, I I, I totally get your your, your point. And about, I and about I go that. back
3: to like my my logical, like Kansas City. They couldn't stop Philly in the Super Bowl.
4: They didn't stop them all day.
10: Mm-hmm.
3: They found a way to win the game. Why? Because they won a shootout. Mm-hmm. They were a little fortunate. They that's have what the you, ca- That's what They the balls, capabilities right, of winning a shootout. Yeah, n- you know, and I, I just think that if you want to beat the really good teams, you have to be prepared to be in the thirties. Mm-hmm. You can't hope they have a bad day, and
5: and you can't hope you're going to have two pick sixes. Yeah, like well, you can't hope you, you can't hope that your defense. Yeah, you
4: can't hope that your defense is going to score. But all that's, all the and <laughs> that's what it always was with the Pats, right? I mean, it's if they always right. needed a stop or a drive or both they in all those big games. Yeah. Uh,
6: Johnson Duxbury Hey John
15: Hi uh, gentlemen How are you? Okay Hey uh, While I agree with Paul uh, Talking about Godchild Those stupid contracting times The thing that really annoys me Is when A He gets in a spitting contest With the best players And B He gets somebody like a Wenhu On short money for four years And then he doesn't resign them That's, that's not roster building to me um, That's just uh, playing musical chairs with the roster yep. and, and substituting in-and-out players. So you never get better. You just stay the same. What, yeah, what to me, that, to be, that, that would be
3: Duggar. Like, oh, when you, to me, is an example of a position they have actually re-signed. They re-signed Mason and they re-signed Tooney. And I think yeah, but in Paul, both cases, they, they were didn't kind of mistakes. What? You
15: can play two positions. They don't have anyone like that. Yeah, but you
3: can only play one, one at a time.
15: It's not like you don't fill two holes with it.
3: I know, but you can only... It's still only one of your linemen. Right? Yes. Like you had Shaq Mason on a big money extension. You had Tooney on the franchise tag. That's way too much money to be spending on interior offensive linemen. If it it prevents you from doing other things. Now, some teams, you could do that, and they wouldn't prevent you from signing DeAndre Hopkins, too. If we were going to do that, oh, then I'm all for it. Resign everybody.
15: Kansas City didn't have a problem signing that. Who's the god they let go to Kansas City? Tooney. Tooney. Yeah. Tooney. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't seem to have a problem. Bill just yeah. And then, then
3: they see. just let they really Orlando Brown go. There. They yeah. but they just you know like you there's only so much Thanks, money John. you're going to invest in that because you need competence there. You don't need yeah. dominance. Right.
4: I'm with you on the guard. You can't have
3: a terrible offensive line, but you don't have to have, like, the best – I mean, on paper, one of the most expensive and talented offensive lines in football last year was the Colts, and they were terrible.
4: Yeah. I I mean, I totally agree with you on when you – you know, it's just – it's with Uche and Duggar, and I like them, and they're good players, but they're not, like – it's not like Judon emerged from the draft and he's getting ready to be a free agent. You know, like a, a, right. a, a true like like. And uh, we want Duggar to be that guy. If you had he to say right now, if
3: you had to say it right now, what do you think? There's a better chance of those. Let's take those three guys: Duggar, Awenyu, Uche. Better yeah. chance that they resign all three or just
4: one of the three. Oh, just one, one hundred percent, just one. I don't. know. I mean, I think I think at best they re-sign Duggar, and mm-hmm. that's at best, and and that's if they resign any of them. Like. I, I mean, with Uche, I think it's going to be the, yeah, you're a third down guy. We can draft another third down guy. And I don't necessarily disagree. I really like Josh Uche as, as a guy and, and his progression. And, you know, it's almost like more goes back to what I was saying of establishing yeah. a hierarchy and a culture of guys who are here, that we drafted, that played well, that were rewarded and are now the team's It'll be leaders. interesting to see how
5: that I just, unfolds. I just don't get why you wouldn't invest in what you have poured into like you have yeah. poured so much time into into developing these guys especially the ones that are like great on the field and off the field it's like why would you not keep them
4: right well D, like Teacher Weiss is like you know like that's their example because he's you know amazing off the field mm-hmm. great you know and he's and he's, he's a pretty good guy like you know I mean he had a, a breakout year last year but it's you know one of those guys that they can get on their terms and you know, I just I I wonder what it's like when you actually are staring down the barrel of a player that you feel like is an absolute must resign. And as much as people want to say that Kyle Duggar is an absolute must resign, I don't see him quite in that level. just I would yet. agree with you, Mike. You know, I agree with you. I, I like Duggar like, a lot. What's it look like when Christian Gonzalez finishes his year five, and it's like, all right, you drafted him at twenty one. He's twenty six. He's got you know seven, eight years left. What now? You know, and. and I don't know if we'll still be in the same position now, but the that's only a real about, decision. The only to thing have to about make.
3: Duggar is, like I keep talking about, Phillips is probably, this is probably it for him. Uh, Pepper signed a two year deal. Yep. So if you're looking in 2024 of, you know, no Duggar, no Phillips, Pepper's in his last year, maybe, you know, you better hope Mapu really panned out.
4: Yeah, or Josh Bledsoe. Yeah.
3: yeah.
5: <laughs> I'm, I'm also wondering, like, what it would be like if Bill wasn't GM and head coach. Like, I kind of wish he there was a separation. It's, it's no way. So that <laughs> someone, like, I feel like there needs to be someone to, like, step in and say, like, we are doing this. Like, it's in terms of the roster, you know?
4: I, like There would be a napkin coming yeah. out and something quickly written on it. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> I, and I agree going with going that, that. But I also <laughs> think
3: that they're related because I think yeah. that he, the reason he believes what he believes from a personnel side is because he caters to his coaching. Mm-hmm. Style,
10: mm-hmm.
3: So I, I think they're still related in, in a lot of ways. I'm not sure, like, if you had different players that it would look all that different yeah. because I think you would coach it the same way.
6: Jeff in Brooklyn writes in, It's really hard to judge that this player is worth it and this player isn't and this player will save the season, etc. Obviously, there are a handful of historic players who can elevate the entire team, but only a handful. I really wanted Hopkins, too. But my desires are in a vacuum. Maybe it wasn't the right fit. Where in life is there not a price you are willing to pay and a price you aren't? This is not to say that all of your points and concerns aren't valid In the past few seasons haven't been brutal. But I don't want to disregard Bill's strategy for the overall concept of football and team. I just think there are a lot of factors beyond a singular player's skill set at a certain point of time. Can, can you tell me what that is then? <laughs> What that strategy is, because
3: I, I mean, I'm willing to listen. I, I'm, you know, I'm stubborn, but I'm not stupid. Like I'm willing to listen to a plan. I just, I, I have not been able to figure out what the plan is post Brady.
4: And I don't think the like the players could tell everything, you either. You know, like like, I mean, has I, been like we're just coming off this a season. Uh, you know, throw everything else before out the window. Last season was not acceptable the way that no. the team responded to the coaching. And I mean, I think you could hold up 09 because you saw behind the scenes a little bit as another example of that. But I'd never seen anything like that. And I mean, that's the stuff I love that, you know, the team building and pushing the right buttons and all those kind of things. And I mean, I, I gotta be honest, it doesn't seem like they're pushing the right buttons right now, uh, you know, at least up until this point, we'll, we'll see what this team looks like and what buttons they try to push for them. But
5: it seems it all seems like a trial and error. Like every year it's like something else they're experimenting with, trying to find the right formula to find success post birdie
6: yeah Let's see this year welcome to the nfl without a quarterback <laughs> yeah, i know uh and no disrespect to mac you mm. know what i mean yeah yeah uh robin san diego via <laughs> connecticut beep, beep, well you know i didn't mean beep. it to come out like you don't have anybody we hope <laughs> we have a guy no, we no, i just I, don't I, know i know, I know, you exact, I know
3: exactly what you meant i'm just
6: talking
10: about in san
6: diego via yeah. connecticut apologies if this was discussed already but i have an observation and question for the crew Prior to the draft, many of us were waiting to see what moves Bill might make and were left Mm underwhelmed. Then attention went to the draft, maybe Zay Flowers, but that passed with only some late round picks. After the draft, it was Jerry, Judy, and D-Hop talk. Long story short, Bill has decided multiple times to not significantly upgrade the wide receiver group. Does this crew think Bill believes he can win with this group of wide receivers? If so, what's worse? Bill, punting the position or actually thinking this level of talent can compete? B. Hmm. Yeah,
5: well. I think he thinks he can coach up this level of talent to be able to compete.
10: But,
4: I mean, look, he did add, I mean, I think in his mind, Juju is probably an upgrade on Jacoby Myers, and I think, that Gesicki probably is definitely going to be an upgrade on Jonu Smith so you know mm-hmm. I know there was all much talk about could they get Judy could they get this guy I, I mean they did do a couple things and I think that that for him is enough that's you, what you know
5: do you think it could be like this could be a, a measuring stick for Mac Jones in the sense of like I'm not going to upgrade you all the way I'm going to upgrade you a little bit from last year yeah, to see like I know People,
4: I don't know that, that's like, such, like it's, the it's, psychological warfare like yeah. I just I, I, I can't I agree read too you. much into it, it like because I, I just I think that he thinks that if a quarterback is mm. in a, a, a good system and everybody knows what they're doing and the quarterback knows how to make good decisions and get the ball out, that we'll move the ball and we'll score mm-hmm. points. And that's what and that's me. as simple as it as it gets. He
3: thinks it's about scheme, not about players. That's what worries me. If I have a competent player with a competent system, I can move the ball, no matter what. That's my number one. Nothing even close to second concern.
4: Which is crazy to think then that. He put Matt Patricia in charge of the offense <laughs> if it's so important to him, you know, like because mm-hmm. he doesn't think there's anything
3: to it. This is my point. Mm-hmm. He just thinks
6: just to die. We're, we're going to tell you what to do. <laughs> just go do it. Just do it. Why don't you do it, mm. uh, Rick and Dallas? Thanks for another great show. I won't ask about Hopkins as oh. it's still too depressing to think he <laughs> chose Tannehill and the Titans over Max. So instead. I'll ask about something mentioned during last week's show. You guys were speaking about the relationship between Brady and Belichick at the start of his career. All the stories indicate Belichick took Brady under his wing and taught him everything he needed to know about the QB position, football, and being a professional. Based on all the reporting, it doesn't sound like Mac has the same type of relationship with Belichick. My question is this. Do you think the perceived animosity between quarterback and coach is because Mac doesn't feel he's getting the same mentorship? Also, why would Belichick not invest the same energy into Mac that he did with Brady?
10: Do
6: you ever think maybe Brady deserves more credit than you gave him at the time? Yeah, no, but even Brady said that you know he did really help me, and so it's I think it's a good question, like from a mentorship from teaching a guy the ropes of playing in the NFL take it is Belichick giving Mac that attention, and if not, who is like? What quarterback coming into the league can't use that type of help? I think they all – I don't care if it's Aaron Rodgers. Well, he certainly got it his rookie year from Josh. Yeah, yeah. Patrick yeah. Mahomes. I, I think every player, especially a quarterback, needs somebody mm-hmm. taking them under their wing and showing them the ropes of, of what the NFL's like and how to succeed.
5: For sure. You saw that with Daniel Jones. You saw that with when he didn't have that, and you saw what he was able to do last season. So it would be inter- interesting to see – In another year under Dable, what he's able what he's able to do, right?
6: You know, so you know, was was you know Joe Judge was the quarterback coach last year. I mean, was he supposed to be doing it? (laughs) I don't know. Um, You know, Paul mentioned Josh McDaniels is a good guy to have Mm -hmm. your first year. He certainly had that as a rookie. Yeah, Yeah. now he's gone
4: though. You know, so was he still afforded you know like the Tom Bill sit down on Tuesdays? Like you know, is he still afforded that? I think. I mean, when I Brady came so. in, he had,
6: was Charlie Weiss, the offensive yeah. coordinator right away that first yeah. year? Yeah.
4: You know. Um,
6: but I'm sure Belichick did teach Brady a lot. And and I think a lot of it was through osmosis. Brady saw how Belichick was running his team, team first, all that stuff. And Brady said, yeah, that makes sense to me. That makes sense to yeah, me. And, 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 and Brady have, was his number one ambassador. Yeah, of and I have no
3: doubt that, Brady benefited more, you know, like Dick Rabine is rookie year and Charlie is the the coordinator. And then Bill at, you know, at the top. But I just I'm sorry if I find it hard to believe that like Bill's sabotaging Mac. No.
6: Mm. Oh, I don't think that. But no, like, trying to like play I, a game I, with him I to check him. I think when Mac him. came in,
3: Bill was just <laughs> like he was with Brady. Like he had Josh McDaniels was the offensive coordinator and the, now he made a decision last year Mm-hmm. That Mac obviously didn't
6: agree with, and that caused friction i i think I think last year was a mess, a monumental mess, and I think Bill probably didn't take long for him to realize this is not good, but i i've made I've made my bed, we now have to sleep in it, and I think he tried to make it work with judge and Patricia, it, you know, like I'm not gonna butt in, let them work it out. Hopefully it'll work out. And I'll I'll never forget that game. I think it was against Minnesota. Mac comes over to the sideline because it was a critical situation. And Bill was standing about 12 feet away. And I could see him like, should I go over there? And and he didn't get involved in the conversation. I'm like, that's not right. What in this situation, what team's head coach doesn't get involved in the conversation between the quarterback and the coordinator? Of course they're there. And he, he didn't. And Maybe I'm making too much of it, but to me it was symbolic of, like, the situation. Like, you know, Bill knew it was a bad situation, and he didn't want to take away from Patricia with the quarterback and in that moment, but he probably should have. And it, it was just a mess. It was just a mess, and it
4: wasn't going to work. This season needs a 30-for-30, 30 30, I think, because there's just so much. I, I would just love to know what was going on behind the scenes, because they've always, yeah. like, prided themselves on – Finding our identity. You know, things aren't working. 2018, we're going to find, you know, we're going to go to a heavy run game. We're going we're gonna, to, you know, go to, even if it's not what we want to do, we're going to do whatever's best for the team to try to win games. But they had nowhere to go. Like, there was no way out of that offense once they started it. And, I mean, I can only, if, if, if all the amateur analysts like us are watching them, seeing how bad it is, how, how many stupid mistakes, how many things that you never saw around here, then you know what it's like when he's putting it up on the big board down the hall and they're talking to like, I mean, he must've been absolutely beside himself, but there was no way out of it. So I, I, I just, and then how's it all going to translate into this year? And now it's like, Oh God, now we're just going to put Bill O'Brien. You, you go just deal with this. Like I don't, but I hope that he's helping, you know, I hope he's having these meetings with Mac and that he's passing on his knowledge and all those things that, you know, are, are most valuable to the, to the player. You know, I, I, I just, but I'm with Paul, the people that, you know, go like above the, he's just trying to like rig things so that it, you know, like just to spite everyone or, you know, like he's no. not getting good players I, I just can't so he can lose that. games just
6: well, to that goes, show everyone that, that he That goes would, like, counter to all the people saying he's just in it to break Shula's record. Well, that's not helping him break Shuler's <laughs> well, record. Well,
3: and the other the other part of like the whole Mac thing and how these personnel moves tied, like, so the argument is that you need to get as much weaponry around Mac to see what you have. Well, doesn't that kind of go to the Bill thing that we complain about? Like, Bill thinks it doesn't really matter. The quarterback doesn't really matter because you get it. Well, that's kind of you, – you kind of want him to do it his way. you got to have somebody that's good. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I'm talking about the, the argument that you, you can't find out about Mac Jones because yeah, right. you have Devontae Parker and Juju Smith-Schuster and – and Hunter yeah. Henry and Mike Sick, those aren't NFL players? Right. And I think they like believe I said at the very top of the show. They believe have, they, they are. Have and I players. think
6: they believe they are too. I yeah. think they do. You and know, I think they've underperformed and we'll see what happens with yeah. Bill O'Brien. But, this but my
3: argument is always I fall back on like okay, yeah, you can stack it and make sure you have a star at every spot around your quarterback. What do I need the quarterback for now? Like there's nobody in the league that has that, that has a terrible player playing quarterback, but just stars all around them and they're they're great. Like, no, two is okay, and he's lifted by talent around him. Sure,
4: but
6: he's good. But he's good.
4: Yeah, Brock Purdy, that'll be that. Uh, Rich New, New York, maybe City. maybe Brock Purdy. Uh. Be, that might be the test of it. But uh, Rich
6: in New York City, I think at the end of the day, D Hop and Bill O'Brien wouldn't have gotten a- along even if the Patriots paid him. O'Brien made the comment about Aaron Hernandez in her Houston when uh, talking to D Hop right before the trade to Arizona. That's something that's tough to forget. I don't know what no, that comment was. What, he what he said he
3: didn't. Well, he, he's seen signs of going down in Aaron Hernandez Road oh, or something like that. That's oh. pretty. That that's what caused the whole. Do you guys not read anything? I, I, I thought know. it was. More, <laughs> I, know, I, I thought that. it was
6: more. He was <laughs> taking steroids. He got. He <laughs> didn't take steroids until he got to Arizona. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. He was worried about. <laughs>
3: Running with Hopkins some off the crowd field and who was with the with. wrong. Crowd. Oh. Mm. And Hopkins got really offended by it and mm. demanded a trade. Like, that's how that whole thing, yeah. something, I mean, I I interesting.
10: That, that's
3: basically the gist of it. I'm not giving you every detail, but yeah, there was Aaron, the email is right. There was an Aaron Hernandez comment that really got under Hopkins' skin. Hmm. So, how do you
6: get over that?
3: Well, supposedly, if you want to believe these stories, which I'm believing that original story, so there's no reason to believe these stories that have come out since about Hopkins, that they've worked past that and. Have no problems, right? Yeah. Like, if you really thought that Hopkins wouldn't play for O'Brien, why would he come here?
5: Yeah. Why would he come visit? Why I would. would he come e- and I visit? wouldn't even come visit. Yeah.
3: Like, you know what,
6: Bill? I mean, I'd well, love to come
3: and play for you, but you have an offensive coordinator. What if I don't his respect. agent says
6: coming. go on the visit? It'll help your market. Mm.
7: Never
4: rule money.
3: Out. If I
6: hate a guy and I'm not
3: playing yeah, for him, I'm not coming. No,
7: why?
6: Screw. You don't just go through st- the motions. You don't st- want to oh. go do the charade. Just go yeah. through the motions. When of the Patriots yeah. ever helped the market? But, well, you don't. <laughs> they want drive just, it down. You don't just want one team bidding on you because then it's not a bid. Then it's you know you want to get at least two teams in, interested b- well, in you. I
3: believe the stories that have come out that said that they have moved past that and would have no problem. Yeah, I
6: heard that story too. It seems move yeah. pastable. I mean, like, but you don't know where that story came from, Paul. What story? That they've moved
3: past it. But, like, I believe, like, I don't know where the other Aaron Hernandez story came from either. I believe. Well, But <laughs> I believe them.
5: <laughs> do we believe that Mac Jones How can move think? past what happened last year? Yes.
3: Season? Yes. Like, I don't, be- I don't believe that that was an impediment in this contract negotiation. <laughs> Let's put it
6: that way. I, I do believe Mac can move past last year. I've, I, At least I hear it in his voice. I see it in his body language. I think he can. I, I think
4: he can, too, but I think I want to see how he reacts when he gets to say. The <laughs> face. I
3: think he can, too. I have not seen it in his voice, and I have not seen it in his body language, I, I well, but I do well, believe he can move past I, it. I,
4: I, well, I mean, and I, I get what they're saying, though. Like, I, I just, I mean, I, I've said it before. I like, you know, just he's handling himself better at the podium mm-hmm. generally. I mean, whether that translates to the field is, mm-hmm. is to be seen, but... It's like any football season. It's, you know, how do you handle the adversity? And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not going to be a 17-0 and 0 season. It might be a rough start. They might I'm get sorry. pounded right out of the gate, you know. But when the first
3: sentence of your meeting with the 2023 Patriots media is, it's much better than last
10: year or something <laughs> of that effect.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. He ain't moved past it. No. And that's, and that's something that they might have to deal with, too. I mean, I, I yeah, brought that I up think during minicamp will. that – you know, yeah. they, they got to get into this team's identity, this team's problems, and start to work through that stuff because if they don't get that shadow of last season, and it's easy to do. I mean, we do it. You know, we did it today. We do it a lot of shows. All of a sudden, you're just sitting here scratching your head of like, what the hell did they do what in 2022?
3: What was the buzzword? Was, was normal. Normal, right. It's been good. It's been good. It's like, normal. You know, that was offensive. the
4: first thing he said. It's an offensive <laughs> coordinator teaching me the offense that he knows, and I'm right. learning it and from And that's him.
3: why I think it'll work because I think ultimately he's going to get to that stage. It's like, Okay. Now we Now I've been in this for 3 months. Right. Now you months, don't have that excuse months. anymore. Here's that, camp. Okay. Yeah. This is we're back in an NFL offense. Yeah. Yes. And That's that, why I think he'll get past it. That, but I'm not judging on his words and I'm not judging on his body language cuz I don't think either one of those things were great in the spring.
6: Oh, I thought I thought he was fine. I, 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 I when he's talking about it's normal. <laughs> yeah, he can get. Yeah, and that's that's <laughs> like, part of it. Like, get over it. It's over. No, <laughs> no, but like that's part of it. Like, yeah, this is better. This is good. So I, mm. it's a it's a process to get over it. Now, like you said, ultimately, if, I like him not. If thinking they come last out, year. if they come out stinking, <laughs> right. you know, and they are zero three, and the offense is putting up twelve points a game. You know the S could hit the fan, but yeah. you know right now I think he he can get over it. What do you think it would have to be for Bailey Zappi to play?
4: Oof. I mean interception. I think you know hitting guys September. in the back
6: of the helmet, throwing the ball the wrong way down the field, <laughs> <laughs> like ha- it, what like what happened last year. You think it would have to be that bad, huh? Yeah, four yeah. games. No, I think you got to stick with fest. this guy. You gotta you up, gotta stick yeah. with Mac. I mean, uh, if you if you take imagine that. I, you know whatever it is that has to happen, and you take <laughs> Mac out. It's, it's week five, and he gets benched.
10: Oh yeah, what well, are then, we doing? Then you're losing him? No, now, you're right. You got to be careful.
5: If you end up, I, I wouldn't be mad if we saw not Bailey Zappi, but another quarterback come in for like specific plays.
3: Trace McSorley? No, you're thinking the other mm-hmm. guy. Malik. Oh, he's mm-hmm. a wide receiver. Yeah.
5: I wouldn't be, be mad at that. Well,
3: n- now you talk about. I'd be furious.
5: Well, now you talk about a that. whole new right. Right. offense as well. But uh, n- but not all the time. Just yeah. you know, A
10: couple
4: plays.
5: Couple what plays.
10: Let
3: Matt cool off. Can I just play? Mm-hmm. Can I play? I like to play. Okay you wanna play? Play? Yeah, um, to play.
4: You want to play? To play. You want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. What a, what Let's get <laughs> nuts. What if we're just wrong?
3: What if we're all wrong about what? Zappi. that he's really. Oh, that he is the guy. Really good. I don't know about that guy, but what if he's better than we think he is? What if we're all wrong? It well, has happened before, you know. I know. Uh, what's,
5: um, what's the guy's name from the 49ers? Brock Purdy.
3: Brock. Everybody likes to tell me when I'm wrong. Like, and I have no problem admitting it. What if I'm wrong? What if we're all wrong about Zappy? Well, we mm-hmm. got to see him then do I'll, it. Then I'll be happily that. wrong but be, what, but what as I'm, long as he gets a chance to play. But it's like, well, what are we <laughs> doing if we take him out after like four or five weeks? Well, maybe the other guy's better.
6: No, maybe but we're I'm, wrong. I'm just saying, Hope, pray to God that that's true because... You're done with Mac, Right. Mm. Mac's done. That's fair. Well, you wouldn't make a, a move
3: that's not injury-related if you didn't think he was done. hmm Oh, okay. You're not going to take him out unless you don't think he's very no, good. No, I'm
6: saying he gets benched because of performance.
3: Yes. But but maybe in, co- in concert with that is the other guy is playing better than him in practice, and I want to see what it looks like with the other guy. Yeah. Again, <laughs> we would have to be wrong in that scenario.
5: Do you think like, that— Like, we
3: don't think that Zappy's any good, right? We mm-hmm. just think he's a backup.
5: Yep. Mm-hmm.
4: Maybe yeah. we're wrong. I just think Mac has to get like, because it's not going to be an excuse last well, year. He can't be mad about last year anymore. It's not, you know, like like the, 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 the like it's got he got to bury that or else.
5: I, do you think like?
4: I mean that now we're getting down a
6: wait rabbit wait hole. wait.
5: But do you think oh, so? I, I so asked if I could
6: play. I know.
5: What if Zappy is better in practice, but like politics tell you that you need to start? Well, no, with
6: N- now we're talking about two thousand one. Brady was, according to legend, mm-hmm. Brady was better in practice. And right. they were seeing signs. But that's, of, that's different, though. Bledsoe lost his job because of injury. That's, I know. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But, 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 but I'm talking about just playing. I But hear me out, though. I Legend has it, you know, rev, whether you want to call it revisionist or 2020 in hindsight. But, you know, Belichick, people have said that they thought that Brady might be the best quarterback on this team. And they said that before... Charlie Weiss said that they may never have made the move. They, they, they said that before Bledsoe <laughs> got hurt. And it was just inevitable.
3: Charlie Weiss told me that we may... I said, when would you have made the
6: move? And he said, we may never have made
5: the we move. We may if, never have
6: if Bledsoe
3: didn't get yeah. hurt.
5: See, I, I feel like that
10: could happen. But that was different. Yeah, they had just different. given yeah.
6: Bledsoe a $100 million right. dollar contract. He a Super Bowl that was huge at that time. Yeah. I mean, That's was, not the case with Mac. Money is not the an cap issue was
3: here. so constrictive that they traded him the next year.
6: Yeah. So it's amazing how that happened. But they were paying this guy all the money. You know? The cap was even crap then.
4: <laughs> well it's I mean th- th- there's no comparison to Mac and Bledsoe, but I you know, I, I just haven't seen anything out of Zappy and I would welcome oh. it if we did. I've seen things out of Zappy. Eh, a couple passes in games, uh, he's a game
6: I think he <sighs> makes quick decisions. I think he gets the ball out of his hand quickly. You know, I
3: think so like, what if he's better than Mac? That's my question. Yeah. What if we're wrong and he's better than
6: Mac? Then that's good for the Patriots.
4: Then I think you gotta I mean if they really believed it I'd say trade Mac and oh, camp. You yeah. Know, get rid of Mac and then just go with it, you know? Yeah.
6: Well that ain't gonna happen. Why?
3: They're not gonna trade Mac and camp. No, I'm talking what about next you love year. Ba- you just said it. He literally oh, just it. said, "Well, then, you know, they come to that conclusion." But Maybe you're not going to, you're,
6: you're not going to realize
4: kid. that Zappy's better until at the end of this, till right. the season's progressed, All right? right? Mm. So I'm trying to play right here with Paul's little games, <laughs> <laughs> making sure I got my facts right. Well, <laughs> yeah.
6: it'll be interesting. Like if it's, we, I mean, there are no rules. It's silly, you know. Like people said that they saw in practice in training camp that Brady's really good. Did you remember that, Paul?
3: But not better than Bledsoe. No. He was, he, was, he was much improved. He
6: passed over Damon Hewitt. Yeah, he, there were four quarterbacks on the roster back then. Well, it was leaped three that fro- year. I thought it was
3: four. His rookie year, there were
6: four. Yeah. Well, anyway, he leapfrogged fro- everybody head to, the to be the number two. <laughs> oh but, like, and I'm just being honest here. Maybe I just wasn't paying attention to this guy named Tom Brady back then. But <laughs> it, <laughs> I used to just watch Drew and Right. <laughs> I mean, so, <laughs> I'm like. No, I'm no gauge. There was no, like. <laughs> <laughs>
3: This guy... No, but Brady was noticeably bad. I, I, I agree with... He was with, better, but... I he, agree with... I'd
6: never thought of him as... Right. No. Right. And those who say that, oh, I saw it then, I
4: don't know. Well, how often did you guys clock a backup quarterback when Brady was the guy? Were there any, any guys that you remember being like, oh, he looks pretty good?
3: When Brady was the guy, the only guy who ever looked like
6: he had a modicum
3: of ability was Garoppolo. And, yeah. And,
6: and, and that was not apparent immediately. I, I, no, but... The thing I think about a Garoppolo that impressed me right away was his release. Oh yeah, he got rid of the not not thinking. I mean, Poop. just his yep. physical release. physical but release. He held the ball forever. But, but he did. Yeah, but hold then, the he, ball. then he got rid of it quick. <laughs> his, rookie, his rookie year, <laughs> oh, he <laughs> held the ball forever, oh, ran yeah. around. It was yeah. always yeah, double clutching. No, no decisive. Then no he played in the preseason
3: games, and he was like
6: Joe Namath. It yeah. was
3: like a totally different guy.
6: Yeah, but his release, you know, his quick release. W- it's half the time of Brady, you know there oh, was yeah. no wind up it no, was it so stood boom. out, but balls Mo- out of, you
3: know. most of the guys behind Brady were not no m- impressive in practice,
4: yeah, I mean nobody that like caught your eye and was like, Because, like, I mean even I mean, were you ever there with blood cell though? I mean, you weren't really realistically considering that anything was going be thrown through blood no, cell and at that to point. Fred's
3: point like. Yeah, we thought that Brady might well, have gotten well, better from Rook, but no one ever... Who was
6: seen. the kid that had a, a few highlights? Um, Michael Bishop. No, 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 no. no. Um He's playing the hits. <laughs> oh. We, we were like, hmm, this guy could be the backup. Uh, Hispanic name. Um, come on. Matt Gutierrez? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gutierrez. No, yeah. there was a time where said, oh, he, he could... The
3: only, reason he could why compa- he, the only reason why he made the team was because that was the year that Brady tore his
4: ACL.
6: <laughs> yeah, but we were... I remember he, we were saying, oh, maybe he could be number two. And,
4: and he turned out he was number two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was number two behind Castle. Right. Well, you know, right. you know what I mean, number two. Right.
3: But he wouldn't have made the team if Brady didn't get hurt. They would have just. No, he's had, crap. He was crap. They would have had Brady <laughs> and, and Castle. Yeah. All right, Kevin, no, there was I'll really nobody. Rohan Davy had some moments in the yeah. season.
4: Bad yeah. look. No, high didn't pass. look. <laughs> didn't <laughs> I, t- <like> <laughs> I totally agree.
6: <laughs> I was like, I can't have my quarterback <laughs> looking like a linebacker. <laughs> right. And, and who was it? O'Connell that they drafted. Yeah. Kevin O'Connell was a guy I was yeah. really high on, but yeah. he Athletic stunk
3: in yeah. practice. <laughs> yeah. He couldn't complete the little swing pass. And Mallet was like that too. He couldn't complete the little swing passes. In yeah. yeah. practice, which is probably the only pass which is all they ever run. You You've been enough enough practices
6: checkdowns and screens yeah. all right that's going to do it for this edition of patriots unfiltered we'll be back on thursday with another edition training camp starts on wednesday in terms of our availability we'll have we'll be live uh wednesday thursday friday next week so uh that's exciting but we'll see you
0: thursday thank you for downloading this podcast subscribe on apple google play and everywhere else you listen